Kentucky keep on a shining Shine on the one that's gone and left me blue Blue moon of Kentucky keep on a shining Shine on the one that's gone and left me blue It was on one moonlit night Stars shining bright Whispered on high Love said goodbye I said blue moon of Kentucky Keep on a shining Shine on the one that's gone and left me blue Keep on shining Shine on the one that's gone And left me blue Blue moon of Kentucky Keep on shining Shine on the one that's gone And left me blue Well, it was only one moon at night I said blue moon of Kentucky Keep on a shining Shine on the one that's gone And left me blue Left me blue Left me blue Left me So jump like 
make tracks Move out and let the fruity gals in me I wanna live fast, love hard, die young And leave a beautiful memory You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show It's filthy as hell That is bona fide badass Hit it, maestro Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face You're getting some ass Yeah, baby <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-377-ACC. All right, here we go, ass family. Welcome to another Monday edition of the Arnie State Show. Thank you for being here. I hope you had an awesome weekend. Yeah, I went and saw me a little country concert on Friday night, hence the real redneck music today. You can't go wrong with Patsy Cline, Loretta Lynn, Farron Young, and Red River Dave McHenry. The last song, uh, the the Farron Young song that I just played, Live Fast, Die Hard, uh, all that. Dwight Yoakam did a cover of that. Dwight Yoakam's cover was fantastic. Uh, I got to say, Billy Bob's not one of my favorite places to see a show. Derek Olson says good morning. He just texted him. What's up, Derek? I'll get to all the good mornings here in a second. My phone just went off. Jesse, good morning to you as well, my friend. JS Flooring, baby. They're back. Woo! So if you need floors done, call my man Jesse. I'll have the phone number for you and everything right to go. Uh, but, yeah, look, they get a lot of good shows. Like, I do want to see Ted Nugent there. Ted Nugent's playing in July, I think. I mean, if there's somebody good that's going to be there, I'd like to go see him. And Dwight Yoakam, in my opinion, Dwight Yoakam is probably in my top three country artists. I go George, Hank Jr., and Dwight Yoakam, most listened to. I know that Sturgill Simpson's coming. Whenever Sturgill Simpson's coming to town, I'm telling you this right now, I'm fucking going. That's the one concert I want to go to now. I always think about concerts that I want to see. There's not many people that I haven't seen that I want to see. Sturgill Simpson, I've never seen, and I want to see him. Saw Pat Green, saw Robert Earl Keane this year. Got those off the list. I'd go see Pat Green again, hopefully sober this time. I always wondered what happened with Jesse. They just, you know, it's business. They had to move on. They had to do some other stuff, and now they're back. So welcome back, J.S. Florence. Best flooring in northern Nevada. I would say in the greater northwest. I, I, I would say in the west coast in general. Just all of the west coast. Best flooring, jazz flooring. Bam. That shit just happened. Oh, no. Who sent me this? Who can I help here? Who's this? Was, uh... Zach, Zach, morning, morning. My depression is on overdrive, and I didn't sleep at all. Well, you know what I say about people, you know, when you got depression, you got to take some time for yourself. Do shit that you want to do. Do you want to go play miniature golf? Go play miniature golf. You want to go ride go-karts? Go ride go-karts. It's not going to take away your depression, but it's going to be a baby step. It's the way I look at handling when I have my depression issues, and, and I recently went through some depression issues, and I slept a lot. I laid in bed a lot. That's another thing you can do. But there you go. So there you go, Zach. I hope that helps you, buddy. Uh, Getting back to Friday night's show at Billy Bob's. 
Dwight Yoakam did not do my favorite song. He didn't do Long White. I don't know why he doesn't do Long White Cadillac. So we're going to be playing that shit this morning. Don't know why he didn't do that. Holy shit, I assume you watched the Stone Cold episode last night. It was awesome. Awesome is not the right word for it. It it was the greatest biography ever of all time. Let let me say good morning. Let let me me do the good mornings here. Uh, Straight Fire, finally Monday, time for some new ass. There you go, Straight Fire, first one here. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Hot Mama says, happy Monday, ass. Braddy Kid's here. She says, good morning. Well, good morning, Braddy Kid. Hope you have a good day. DNA says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Morgan, what's shaking, brother? Adam J says, buenos dias, Arnie. Going to be a good week, amigo. Yes, sir, it is. Dave Coe says, good dad gum morning to y'all. Yes, I I, I have my, my countryside on today. Alicia says, happy Monday morning, Arnie and ass family. Ghost Nevada says, good morning. Uh, Kale also says, I can't wait for the others. The other, uh, A&E is doing this. There's this new push on wrestling right now, and I don't understand it. Because they're pushing all the old greats. And, and, and I get that part because those are what made wrestling so great. Last night, A&E had a biography of Stone Cold Steve Austin. It started out from his humble beginnings in Edna, Texas, little town down south part of the state. His mama went to high school with Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, baby, the American dreams, daddy. That's not why he wanted to get into wrestling. He always wanted to be a wrestler, and he said he didn't have a plan B. Went to the University of North Texas. Football scholarship blew out his knee. Then came over to the world-famous sportatorium. And that was my favorite part last night. And I learned some things. I didn't know that he and The Rock were as close as they were. That was that was something that was really, really cool to see how he put The Rock over. He didn't have to. He could have picked anybody, and he, he chose The Rock, and I think that was a good choice on his part. But the coolest part of the whole thing for me was when Steve Austin, at the very beginning, was talking about the Sportatorium. And you could see the smile on his face. Whenever I talk about the Sportatorium, I feel the same way because I absolutely loved the Sportatorium. Like, Tommy and I, the other day, we did we did do a lot of wrestling talk, and I'm, I, I thank you guys for putting up with the wrestling talk. Usually I do wrestling shows. But, man, oh, man, the stories, they just, it, it was so great. The next one's going to be uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper next Sunday. I recorded the show that was after it, the treasures of the WWE that have been lost, so I'm going to watch some of that today got an autopsy of John Wayne. I want to see if there really is all that, di- you know, undigest meat in his colon. But, yeah, the, the Stone Cold Steve, that was, the, that, that was just the perfect way to top the weekend off because Dwight Yoakam was a fun show. Yeah, it, it, fucking shitbag couple. Look, Billy Bob's has a rule. Once y'all get to my age, y'all are going to start accepting and understanding why I appreciate these rules. If you get seats in Billy Bob's, they want you to sit down. You know why? Because it's all one level. If you stand up, people behind you can't see. And they have a lot of bouncers there. If people are standing up, they'll ask them to sit down. And a lot of people get all frustrated at concerts. I'm at a concert. I want to stand up, goddammit. Sit your ass down. Nobody's there to see you fucking dance or sing. 
<sighs> and had this fucking couple right in front. We, we didn't even get the handicap seats, but I did get credit. I They changed what they did now. They don't walk through the handicap aisle anymore. After I complained last time, they did something about that shit. So next concert I go to, they don't sit in the handicap seats again. But I digress. So I'm sitting in these seats. We got good seats. We're right next to the soundboard. Now there's a table in front of us, and it's blocked off by a little plastic chain deal. And on the right side of this table, you see a guy with a really ugly straw hat. Probably the ugliest straw hat I've ever seen. Motherfucker got a bowl of fucking kale soup with that goddamn thing. That 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 hat was the worst fucking straw hat ever. In the history of time, I would rather wear a black straw hat, and I am dead against those, than this piece of shit that this guy on. By the way, I was dressed to the nines. Let let me me just tell you, starch shirt, starch jeans, fucking last last hurrah uh, of of this season of the black hat, the diamante, the daddy hat. We'll just call that hat daddy. That hat leads my entire hat collection. That's like the king of hats. I was going to go with the straw because we're in straw season, sort of. It was cold, though. It was only like 50 degrees that night, so I could get away with it. So you got you, you got cowboy dick face over on the right side with his ugly wife. Then you had this gal and this guy who looked like he was at, you know that shit rapper Action Bronson? This guy wasn't as fat as Action Bronson, but you could tell that he was his spirit animal. He had this long beard and this shitty-looking gold chain that looked like it was made out of pop-tops. And and I heard him talking that he'd never been to a country concert before, so I I already hated this guy. And he had, you know, he had a couple tattoos, so he was kind of acting like a tough guy. When they told him to sit down, he looked back at us. I kind of gave him a look, and he looked. And I was like, oh, this might happen tonight. Oh, I I was ready for it. But he was too busy trying to finger blast his ugly girlfriend. He was trying to make out with her in every song. She was pushing him away, but they were filming every song. Hey, 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 hey. All you motherfuckers that go to concerts. By the way, California, a concert is when a musical act will play in front of a group of people. A large group of people. In case you forgot what concerts were. You'll be getting them back, hopefully. And by the way, My Chemical Romance, they, they pulled out of Aftershock. The rumor is Mudvayne will be getting back together, which means Limp Biscuit is the only band in Metallica we're seeing that entire weekend. Fuck Mudvayne. Jesus. But, uh... So, yeah, so I, you people that film concerts, what are you filming? Half of y'all are drunk as shit anyway. It ain't going to sound good. And, by the way, you can do it seated. You don't have to stand up and put your phone up, up in the air. And none of your friends want to see it. All your friends hate you because you were at the show. And then last night was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Man, oh man, what a show that was. Anything else from the weekend? Mm. I'm trying to think so I can start the show. 
Oh, by the way, celebrity ass deathmatch is happening today. That's right. That's right. Marvel versus DC celebrity ass deathmatch today. Oh, you know what? Let's just get this out of the way. I, I know I have it set to go. I, I have it set to go for a little bit later, but you know what? We're gonna we're, we're, we'll just go ahead and do this shit now. If you were one of the idiots, uh, let's see. Dave Co says Wheatland, Chris Stapleton, June eighteenth. Nice. Oh yeah, there was a fight there that night too. I forgot about. It. I didn't get to see any punches thrown or nothing like that. But yeah, all their security came, wrangled people up, threw them out. I know, right? Recording with their phones, that shit is lame. Amen. Ugh. No, you want to know what's lame? I'll tell you what's lame. Jake Paul and whoever his fucking brother is. I don't know what the Paul boys' names are, and I don't care. They're trying to make a big deal out of Jake Paul knocking out Ben Askren, a former MMA guy. Now, he retired like three years ago. And if you look at I'm not trying to make excuses. I watched the highlights, the quote-unquote highlights of this fight. If you motherfuckers don't think this shit was rigged, now come on. You got a guy who was in the MMA because he was a championship wrestler in college. True story. He's a grappler. He ain't a boxer. And you will always see this happen. If an MMA guy goes into a boxing ring with a boxer, the boxer will win every single time. If a boxer goes into the MMA ring with an MMA guy, the MMA guy is going to win every time. It's two different, gigantically different styles of fighting. He couldn't shoot at Jake Paul. He had a weak-ass shit. Neither one of them knew how to throw a jab. From what I understand, Jake Paul is calling out Canelo Alvarez. Please let that happen. Please let that happen. Canelo Alvarez will beat him to death. This guy ain't a good fighter. Jake Paul, you're a fucking chump, man. I don't give a fuck how many followers you got, how how badass you think you are. You're obviously a fucking, you're a person toucher because you got charges against you, you piece of garbage. And I'd slap your fucking brother in the mouth, too. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of these wannabe tough guys on YouTube who for some reason have millions of followers because people, I guess, are dumb. And they generate all kinds of crazy money from their followers, which I, I don't get. And you can set shit like this up. Tell you what, hey, hey, Jake Paul, how about this? How about how about we do this? I'll, I'll throw a challenge out to you. How about a good old-fashioned fucking stampede bunkhouse match? I just come in there with fucking boots and jeans on, and I fucking whoop your ass. I stomp a mud hole in you and walk that shit dry. I'll take my belt off and fucking paddle you with it the way you should have been, you bitch. I know former MMA fighter and bare-knuckle boxer Chris LeBon uh, wants to beat the shit out of Jake Paul. Good. I'm tired of him. He beats up Nate Robinson, guy who's five foot six who played in the NBA. He ain't no boxer. 
The first guy he beat was no boxer. This guy's no boxer. Jake Paul, you're not a boxer. Get in the ring with Deontay Wilder. I dare you. Get in the ring. Get in the ring with Floyd. Isn't Floyd supposed to fight one of them? Fucking, uh, I swear, I, I am so tired of these two fucking idiot brothers. Ugh, good. Glad I got that fucking story out of the way. Now can we start the show? Okay, we can start the show. Yeah, I ain't gonna fuck with bare knuckle boxer. Shit, man, them guys is tough. Joe Biden describes the situation at the border as a crisis for the first time. Wait, 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 Joe! How's it a crisis? You just said last month. Just last month in your only press conference you've had so far. This is this is par for the course. We haven't seen. We haven't seen it, it, an increase in numbers. And now you're calling it a crisis? What? Which time are you not telling the truth? The first time or this time? Quote, we're going to increase the number of refugees, he told. The problem was that the refugee part was working on the crisis that ended up the border with young people. We couldn't do two things at once. Why not? You're the United States government. You can do two things at once. That's your job. But now we're going to increase the number. How about this? Maybe what you should do is appoint uh, an immigration czar, C-Z-A-R. And they can go down there and they can, oh, oh, whoops-a-daisy. Oh, you have. Oh, and it's the vice president, Kamala, the Indian giant. Who, by the way, today is day 26, and we have yet to hear from her. By the way, I'm not making that up. It's day 26. She was appointed the, the, the migration czar. You know how John Kerry, what a piece of shit that guy is, by the way. He is the, he's the climate czar. Well, he's over in China right now talking to them about the climate. Now, China's listening to him going, ha ha, fuck you. Fuck you, long face. They ain't going to do shit about it. They're China. But at least he's over there doing his job. I can't fault Joe. I, I can't fault John Kerry at all. He's over there doing his job. While Kamala, the Indian giant, has not said one thing in 26 days. Now, I would say that that, can, can you get rid up as a vice president? Can you get a, a written warning? I mean, I would say the 26 days is written warning material. Chinese are now Native Americans. Fuck you, long face. Yep. What what are they doing at the border? I mean, honest to God. What is happening at our border right now? 
172,000 migrant encounters in March alone. But wait, I thought the president said early on in March, when he finally spoke to the press, we haven't seen an increase in numbers. This is the, and if we do, it's the old administration's fault. That's got to be the best thing about being the president. Like in your first like hundred days, you can blame everything, especially on Orange Man. Bad Orange Man, he might get 200 days. Hell, he might get all four years to blame the previous administration. And I'm not kidding about that. They're going to allow, the media has allowed this guy and and his ilk to get away with so much shit. Can you imagine, just, just do me a favor. Just do me one quick favor, will you? I want you to close your eyes. Okay. And I want you to go back. Just, I don't know, let's just go back two and a half years. Okay. Let's say we have a problem at the border. And Donald Trump put Mike Pence in charge of, made him the, the migration czar. Your eyes still closed? Because my eyes are closed right now. Let's say that Mike Pence didn't have a press conference or didn't even show up down there for 26 days, how do you think the media would have responded? I, I'm seeing the headlines right now. Can, can Mike Pence not find his way to Mexico? Mike Pence AWOL? And I would think that the president might actually say something to him like, uh, hey, Mike, why don't you do your fucking job? Now you can open your eyes again. My eyes are back open. (laughs) When I get pulled over for speeding, I blame the previous administration. My eyes are closed. I don't think the other drivers like that. Okay, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. That's a good point. Thank you, Kale. What the fuck is going on with this fucking refugee issue? Sorry, folks. Country's closed. Eagle out front should have fucking told you. Or should I say the sniper out front should have told you? I mean, it, this is ridiculous. This is so dumb. They're going to let them all in. They did blame Bush for eight years. You're right about that, Dan. Democrats are good at the blame game. And if they happen to get anything done, which this administration won't, they will be the first ones to tell you. This is like somebody that gets a door for an old lady. Hey, did you see me? I got that door for the old lady. I should get some sort of reward. No, 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 no. And by the way, that old lady was your mother. You should have gotten the door for her, you hunk of shit. Well, the good news is that the previous administration can only be blamed for these four years. Because I do believe the previous administration is probably going to get reelected. I don't know yet. I, I'm starting to lean on that. I'm starting to. By the way, there's a story out of the great state of Texas today that says out of like 1,200 people polled, and that's not many, but hey, it's a decent number. Um, 45% of those people polled, all registered voters, 
said they would vote for Matthew McConaughey for governor of Texas over Governor Wheels. Now, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know if I want, you know, all right, all right, all right. Le- leading leading the, the the great state of Texas. I'm sorry. I, I kind of want a politician in there. Harrison says another Austin liberal. Yeah. Well, it, they, they they make it. Harrison, that's a that's a great point. They're trying to make it to where he's really center. They've had him on a couple political shows, and even before the election, they tried to make it to where he's saying everything that we want to hear. Look, I I believe that I believe to be that I'm a sinner type person. I know I, I spend a lot more time ripping the, the left than I do the right. But the left is so much more fun to rip. I mean, I got a story about Bill Maher. And me and Bill Maher are like homeboys now. This is, this is crazy. But I think what's right for the country is somewhere in the middle. I think that the left has good ideas, and I think that the right has good ideas. I tend to vote for the right because I'm fiscally conservative, and I agree with their ideas a little bit more than I agree with the ideas of the left. That's not to say if somebody from the left wins me over with their ideas. It could happen. It's not going to happen from idiots like AOC or or any of these progressives because I think the progressives are the damaging ones that are killing the Democratic Party. Uh, I like him as a person, but if he ran against Abbott, the left will manipulate and transform into a progressive liberal. I I could see that. I could see the left getting their fucking claws in him. I mean, he he is probably already super left to begin with. He did go to UT. God love him, but my Longhorns is a liberal school. Shit, I hate it. I mean, he, he's the owner of a soccer team now in Austin. And who the fuck, well, I shouldn't say, that. Let me, let me rephrase it. Who the fuck in Texas wants a soccer team? And that would be all the hippie liberals down in Austin. Uh, I thought Professor X was good, well-liked governor. Why do they want to replace him with David Wooderson? <laughs> oh, Professor X, Governor I like I like, I like Governor Wheels. It's going to take a lot for me to vote him out of office because I like him so much. That's a guy that's not scared. He's like DeSantis. That might be the ticket. DeSantis fucking, you know, Abbott. 2024. I will tell you this right now. I was surprised that they, they elected a guy in a wheelchair in this state. Just over optics alone. That's it. But, hey, he won. I like him. Uh, just get ready for more fucking migrants to be coming through. That, that That's the, the takeaway from all this is that, yes, we're going to see more migrants because Biden has no plan whatsoever, and his immigration czar is a failure. A failure. Now, you want to talk about a family of failures? Let's talk about the Cuomo, shall we? First of all, Big Brother. Big Brother, the governor, 
I mean, how many how many elderly people does he have to assassinate? They have not recalled him yet. How many how many acts of, of sexual perversion on chicks that don't want it? How many Me Too's does he have to have? You figure between all the Me Too's and all the dead elderly that this some bitch would be out of office, but he ain't. And then you got his baby brother Fredo. Good old Fredo, or Chris Cuomo on CNN, who says, and I quote, he said the police and gun form won't happen until, quote, white people's kids start getting killed. Let me, let, let, let's just, let, let's just do this. Let's just stop everything right now, okay? White kids get shot. By the way, Columbine, uh, Sandy Hook, the Florida shooting, all these mass school shootings, Mostly white kids are getting shot there. There have been some black kids that have been shot, yes, but they're mostly white kids because it's white kids who are doing the shooting. They're shooting other white kids. So uh, Mr. Cuomo, or Fredo, as you would say, hey, Fredo, what about those kids? I believe white kids are dying. Well, not at the hands of the police. There was a story last year. Chris, uh, in, uh, in Christopher, I know this story happened in Fresno. Uh, it was a white kid who got shot by two cops. And there was video of it. The white kid did nothing wrong. White cops had shot him. I remember watching the video, and I was like, yeah, nothing's going to be said about this. It was kind of a, a, a blip in the Fresno, I believe, area it, it made their news but nobody cared about it because it's a white kid getting shot I don't know if it's the way people are raised I I don't I I, I really don't know but you probably hear less about it because And this is just my observation. White kids aren't taught to hate the police. Now, I'm not saying that black kids are taught that, but I think it, it's a little bit more... Pers- I think it happens in those groups more that you're told to hate cops at an early age. A lot of white kids are scared of cops. Now, that kid who got shot in Fresno, he he got shot and killed. I don't know whatever happened to the officer. I don't remember whatever happened with the story. I remember seeing the story, and then the story went away. But that was a white kid that was shot by the police. They weren't marching in the streets. And, And by the way, he got shot because he didn't comply. 
So once again, I, I, I'm not even going to go through this route of, uh, this is a, a new thing on TikTok. There's a lot of liberal people on there, and let me just tell you, their videos are fucking awful. <laughs> a lot of the Republicans are awful, too. This idea, though, to yell, don't break the law. Okay, I'm not even going to go there. That, that's what a lot of these videos do. They say, you know how you stay alive? You don't break the fucking law. Well, okay. How about this? Go ahead and break the law. And if you get caught, well, you got to comply. If you get away with it, you get away with it. But if you don't comply, you may die. If you do comply, you may not die. You've got a 99.9% chance of not dying. I don't know when it became so hard. By the way, by the way, wouldn't this be a great teaching moment right now for parents of all children? Not just white, not just black, not just Latino, not just Chinese, not just Korean, everybody. To teach their children. If a policeman pulls you over and you don't think you've done anything wrong, don't fight him. We'll be there. Comply with everything. He says, don't say anything. Don't say, just comply. That's what I would tell my kids. Don't say anything, just comply until I get down there, until your lawyer gets down there. And if they're bad cops, they'll take advantage of it, and then we'll know who to go after. But if my kid fights and doesn't comply, well, he's got a better chance of dying. Why kids getting shot by cops doesn't get the attention from CNN? No, it doesn't. It doesn't until it's on a big school campus. And then we can talk and make sure they're using the AR-15. You know, that's when that's when CNN will talk about white kids getting shot. And then isn't it funny that they're they're all kids? They never do the breakdown when when like a school shooting happens. They're all kids, which they are, and it's sad and it's wrong. And I. <laughs> Right? But come on. They're all kids. Why do you have to break it down when it's a black kid then? It's so much worse when it's a black kid. I think it's worse when it's any kid. Chris Cuomo's just a fucking idiot. But not as dumb as an actual elected official, Maxine Waters, who is telling people to protest. She attended the protest over the police killing of Dante Wright. Now, and here we go. We got her on tape now. This fucking dumb woman. This is not the first time she's done this. Wait, where, where's the sound? Okay, I need the sound up. Here we go. Reform, reform. And so, yes... I would like to see the bill in Congress pass on police reform, but I know that the right wing, the racists, are opposed to it, and I don't know what's going to happen to it. 
But I know this, we've got to stay in the street. And we've got to we've got to demand We've got to stay in the street. Well, why don't you go do your job? Nothing changes. And George Floyd is waking so many people up. Yet nothing has happened just you know, despite the rhetoric. Like what what needs to happen that's different this year than all the years before? We're looking for a guilty verdict. Okay. Looking for this is over the Derek Chauvin thing. And look, I, I hope you get a guilty verdict on that. I hope you find him guilty of manslaughter. People are still going to fucking ride in the streets because of assholes like you. Maxine Waters. Wherever her congressional district is, I don't know. And I'm saying this right now. How dare you elect this woman? How dare you keep electing a leader like this, a quote-unquote leader like this, that's telling people to go out and riot in the streets? Braddy Kid says, uh, yes, they are calling for her to be ousted. Yes, she should be. She is a member of the United States Congress. She should not be out on the streets. By the way, they're protesting you, dummy. Do you not get that? They are protesting you, Maxine. You being out there is a spit in their face. To say this now for a second time, you remember this isn't the first time we've caught Maxine, where she told people to go up and actually accost, not necessarily physically, but but verbally and loudly in public places, anybody who's on the right or in the cabinet, she said, but she meant all people of the right, and then came out and said, no, I didn't say that. She's going to come out and say, that wasn't me. I mean, look at that mask that I've got on. She's got a mask on. She's got eye goggles on at this rally. Uh, let's see, that's right, uh, he didn't comply. We had another shooting where an unarmed young man ran from the cops and took a bullet to the back of the brain. That one didn't make the news. Well, once again, didn't comply. I, I, I am sorry. I am sorry that I am so quick to say that. But the track record speaks for itself for complying. What the shit is this? Whoa, whoa, I did now come Ladies on. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent uh, and horrifying news uh, story. And I need all uh, of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the worst story I've ever seen in my entire life. Now I, I ain't making shit up. This is this is a real story. Consensual incest advocates are rooting for an anonymous New York parent who wants to marry their own adult child. No, 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 uh-uh, uh-uh, that, that, that is the wrong sound effect to play. This one. Australian Richard Morris, who is pushing to change incest laws in 60 countries, 
says he supports the legal push in Manhattan federal court and should such behavior between consenting adults should not be criminalized. Are you fucking kidding me? What world do we live in now? Consent? What the fuck is consensual incest? Oh, I know. What is gross for a thousand, Alex? Is that out of Norman? No, no. This, I, I can't believe this. Of all places, this is in New York City? New York City! What the shit? Boy, I will tell you this right here, right now. The Southern Jokes end. Ain't no more talking about how I want to fuck my sister. Woo, yee-haw. Uh-uh, you got to say that now with a New York accent. Hey, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's in the house. I'm going to go fuck my sister. This is gross. This is gross. Oh, I wouldn't give my sisters either the time of fucking day. Ugh. Ugh. Do you still have to get him a Father's Day gift if Daddy's your husband? I see that's that's another thing. Everything is fucked up. What you can't have six-headed babies when you're an adult? You know, you got dad and daughter. Let's say dad was, I don't know, 15 when the daughter was born. And now the daughter's 18, dad's 33. They kind of get little uh little frisky disky with it. What the shit? This is the grossest story I've ever read. Morris was inspired to fight for those in consenting incestual relationships, he said, after learning about a Scottish case in which a long-separated father and daughter were reunited and started an affair and were criminally convicted. Yes, rightfully so. You can't have sex with your daughter. No, the advocate is from Australia. This is a New York case. He's just weighing in on this case. He says, this is what he says, they are fighting for true marriage equality. Isn't isn't this the right thing to do? No. No. I am just telling you right now, We're going to start seeing fucking five-headed babies walking around this country. Consensual incest. What the shit is wrong with people? A New Yorker who wants to marry their own adult offspring is suing to overturn laws. Yeah, I mean, I've got the case in front of me. Incest is a third-degree felony in New York. So he's already, this guy, wait, 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 wait. Incest alone. Now, that would be like doing it with, you know, your youngins. He's already breaking the law, and he's admitting to it because he says he wants to marry his daughter. 
Well, this ain't the old days. This ain't days of yore. You ain't living on no goddamn, you know, Amish community where we're going to wait till marriage. This guy's fucking boinking his damn daughter, and he's that's a third-degree felony. Book him, Dano. What the shit is wrong with people? Goddamn. And New York? Alicia says, oh, New York, so progressive. Can we just start rounding these people up and hanging them by the gonads? No shit, man. I I don't understand. What? Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So it's already happened. This already, this happened in 2014. Wait, there's another story from 2014 I just found. The New York State. This is how progressive New York is. So if you want to be like New York, there you go. They legalized a decree of incest between an uncle and his niece. Now, laws still protect against parent-child and brother-sister marriages. Yeah, for how long? By the way, uncle, niece, that, no. I got to close this story out. This story is just bothering me. What the shit, man? That family tree goes straight up now. There ain't no branches on that motherfucker. What happens if they get divorced? I mean, you're still family. That's the shit part. And now, if you have a kid, then everything's fucked up. Because you got to think about it. So let's say the daddy and the daughter, they're at the age of that where they can still do, have babies. So the baby comes out. Let's say it's a boy. So dad is the dad and the grandpa. Mom is the mom and the sister. Right? Or half-sister. I'm your half-sister mom. He's your father and uh, <laughs> grandfather, step-grandfather, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of grandpa. I don't know. That's just wrong, man. I already have a hard time with enough relatives as it is. The shit is wrong with people. All right, back to the uh, the... The news of America and stay away from weird shit in New York because they fucked their daughters there. <laughs> we, hey, at least down in the South, we do it with our cousins. We got class. Now, now look, this is, this is an interesting story. I don't understand this. Why does this need to be a bill, but it's out of Florida? 
Florida Senate approves uh, a bill that's an anti-rioting bill that the governor, DeSantis, future president, uh, Ron DeSantis, man, is going to sign this in law. By the way, why does this have to be signed into law? Why don't we already have anti-rioting laws? Like, you can gather for an assembly or a peaceful protest, but once shit sets on fire and it's a riot, it's against the law. Oh, wait. Let's see. Hold on. What about the ex-wife? Went from ex-wife to now he's her son-in-law. I know. It's so confusing. There's an additional icky element to this, uh, too, especially because there's an elderly family member waiting to marry the younger generation family. Oh, God. That's just wrong, man. Don't keep it in the family. No. Get out. Sow your oats. Let that tree have many, many branches. Mmm. One of the state senators, Senator Perry Thurston of Fort Lauderdale, says, don't sit on the sidelines, do something, take a position. Good. I'm glad that they've decided that rioting now is against the law. Oh, and oh, look at this. The members of Florida Democratic Caucus said they were told by Senate Republicans they were not allowed to wear black T-shirts as a sign of protest. Way to go, morons, for wearing your black T-shirts. Well, that didn't do shit, huh? Now, there you go. All right, so now anti-rioting. I think think anti, I'm just going to say it real quick. I think anti-rioting, good idea. That's what I think. Holy cow, look at that. According to Google, incest is legal in New Jersey and Rhode Island. However, marriage is not permitted, as that (laughs) makes it better. Well, good morning, butterfly. I remember I watched this show where, where, like, you know, they had that extreme cougar show that one time where the 83-year-old had sex with, like, a 24-year-old. <laughs> they did one of these incest shows, and, like, the sto- one of the stories was, and it was in New Jersey. New Jersey says that you can have incest as long as you get clipped. Like, you can't have no kids. And that was the story. This boy and this girl, they met each other at like a high school party their senior year. And they fell for each other. They went to opposing high schools. They lived in like neighboring towns. And they they were just in love through college, through everything. Come to find out, yep, whoops-a-daisy. Both had the same daddy. But they had been together for like 12 years. Thank God they never got pregnant. But when they found out, they found out and they said, look, we, we, we're going to stay together. And the state of New Jersey said, yeah, you guys can get married, but both y'all got to get fixed. They did. So, hey, still gross. Still gross. Oh, that would be bad, man. Find out the person you've been married to for five years is actually like your sister or half-sister. Do you tell anybody? I mean, uh, uh, okay, here you go. Ask family, the the truth test here. Let's say that you and your significant other have been together for, I don't know, five, ten years. Maybe you're married. Maybe you're just dating. It's been a long. You've been together for a while. 
all of a sudden you find out y- y'all are like half brother and half sister somehow. First of all, do you stay together? Secondly, do you tell anybody? see uh kale says how'd you meet a family reunion <laughs> uh cowboys girl says no and no kale says barf i would take that as a no and no uh if i had married my sister half sister man oh man no i i'm done i mean i'm out i don't even know if i have friends anymore like, I don't know if I could tell anybody. That that one's bad. Yee. No thanks. Yeah. Uh, all right. The the fine folks at Pfizer, the fine folks at Pfizer, and their CEO says people may need booster shots due to COVID variants. That's right. Each and every year you get a new Booster shots. <laughs> Alicia, she chimed in. She says, nope, taking that to the grave. Wait a second. Are you going to stay with them? I'm just wondering. Uh, Alicia, like, 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 let's think about, like, not now. Like, let, would you stay with them, or are you just taking it to the grave and not saying a word to anybody? Or do you break up? I, I got to break up. I got to break up and say, why would you break up? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, based on the variant uh, data, there will be a need for revaccinations, he said. So instead of two shots, you're going to need at least 56 over the years. Does mom give daughter tips on what dad like in bed? Oh, God. Uh, kid comes out three-eyed. Genetic testing reveals mother and father, brother, sister. Granddaddy gets caught for cheating on grandma in the 90s. Where's Jerry? <laughs> uh, no, I'm ghosting him. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oof. Good God Almighty. I was watching the news this morning. I wasn't paying attention. They were saying that like, getting shots now is easier than ever. You don't need whatchamacallits anymore. The thingy you, you don't need appointments. Whatever. I still want to go back to the one shots. Come on. I'm waiting until Johnson & Johnson comes back. I'm holding out for my Johnson & Johnson people. All you people that have been fucking indoctrinated or inoculated with that, that shit's my jam. That's one shot. Yeah, Ghost in Nevada, you're absolutely right. More provisor shots. You mean like the flu shot? Yep, well, first one of the week. Correct the mundo. I'd probably tell some of my close friends, LOL, they, uh, but they would keep my secret. Okay. Johnson & Johnson will be back Friday. Is that what you're hearing? I hear that they're going to re-release it. That's the one I want to take. If I take one, that's the one I'm taking. I ain't taking two shots. 
When I hear that second shot's a doozy, too. Fuck all that. If I get one. Still don't know if I'm getting one. Like, if I were to walk around the mall and, like, there was a, there was, you know, there was, it's not just a regular mall. It, it's, it, it's not like a kiosk. They've got it. It's safe. They use swabs. But if I'm at the mall, for example, and they got a little medi- medical tent set up there. Hey, we're doing free COVID shots. You want one? Maybe I'd do that. Man, come on. All right. Uh, final. Uh, oh, well, no, these aren't final. We got this guy. Oh, wait, wait. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this guy first. My local Safeway is trying to bribe people to get the shot. They have a sign that says you can get 10% off your groceries if you get the vaccination. That's not really that much of a deal. That kind of sucks. If they do a combo for flu and COVID, I'm no longer getting the flu shot just out of principle with all this bullshit going on. Well, they don't need a flu shot anymore. The flu is eradicated. Haven't you seen the flu numbers or the lack of flu numbers? They keep doing the flu shot. They're fucking they're scammers. That's like playing... Guess the number at a casino. Guess the number I'm thinking. 17. Nope. Oh, crap. By the way, by the way, we're eviscerating the character of the FedEx shooter, which I'm, I'm, I'm fine eviscerating the characters of all these mass shooters. But once again, consistency and logic. It ain't going to happen. So, 19-year-old Brandon Hole was the name of the kid who went to this FedEx uh, place in Indianapolis last week. From what I understand, he got his gun at a gun show. Christopher says, can confirm the second shot fucking suck. Sucking fucks. Okay. I gotcha. So, he got the gun at a gun show, and now it's being released that he is... A brony. Man, they want this kid to get raped in prison. He is a brony. Do we all remember what bronies are? Yep, bronies are men who are extreme fans of the kitty show, My Little Pony. Some members are sexually attracted to the characters. So you got, yeah, this place got shot up by a bro. I mean, I'm looking at it, man. This kid looks like he's fucking got all kind of issues. That's a kid who's never seen a booby. He did turn the gun on himself. What a coward. I'm not a brony. That's so gross. I mean, the kid's dead. He shot himself because, you know, he went in there and shot it up, and now they're just fucking. By the way, have we found anything out about that Syrian fellow who shot up the uh, Colorado grocery store? What? You, you remember that, that, that big shooting that happened in Colorado? No, he was Syrian. It was a few weeks after the Syrian bombings. Remember he went in there? Wait. You, you don't remember. That that didn't happen. Okay, that's the media telling me it didn't happen. 
What's happened with that guy? Where's he? Was he a brony? Did they have my little pony in Syria? I don't know. Was it my little goatee? Was he a <laughs> auntie? I don't know. We'll never know. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Uh, all right. Now we can talk about schools. There's a couple of big schools that are in the news. Well, one school district. A group of people in California filed a federal uh, civil rights complaint over San Diego School District's racist teachings. Uh, All right. Let's see if I can find out what they're... Okay. Uh, San Diego School District is involved in unlawful racial discrimination in the teacher and staff training process. The district blatantly propagates racist ideas and theories subjecting its teachers to de- treatment based on race. Wow. Wow. Fox News reported in December that teachers in San Diego were offered white privilege training when participants were being asked to comment to becoming anti-racist. Well, I I pretty much am. I'm anti-racist. I don't pick on just one. I pick on everybody. Quote, in the training, teachers vow to, quote, confront and examine their own white privilege. Acknowledge when they feel white fragility. What's white fragility? Teach others to see their privilege. I I still don't get what white privilege. They're trying to train, Douglas, you said white privilege training. They're trying to train it out of you. Most bronies are also furries, so there's usually 10 kinds of mental dysfunctions involved. Oh, those are the people that have sex with the, the stuffed animal clothes on. That's just weird, man. You know what I feel bad for? I feel bad for their dry cleaners. Because the, 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 now, see, I got to go off on another tangent before I come back to this racist-ass school. We got to talk about these weirdos that fucking wear furries. Did I say weirdos? Yeah, I meant it. I, I meant that. Yeah, I'm judging. That's totally what I do. It's my show. Um. If you are dressed like a giant, I don't know, ar- armadillo, and you got the, like, the, the hairy armadillo costume on, and you're like having sex with a sheep, and you're maybe not wearing a condom, maybe you're wearing lambskin, oh, hey, ah! Quack, 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 quack. You know stuff is going to get all over that, you know, the, the, the fur and the costume and stuff. And who's got to clean that off? That's right, your poor dry cleaner. Your poor dry cleaner who's probably an immigrant who doesn't want to fucking clean your semen. This little immigrant, they came over here, they rode on a boat for like 58 days. All they were doing on that boat was learning how to fucking fold and dry clean clothes. 
They became experts in 58 days, and they opened their own shop up. You welcome into your shopping mall or your your little, your little uh, what is that, little strip mall. They're next to a tanning salon and obviously either a Quiznos or a Subway. You hand over this bullshit furries outfit and it's got semen and spit and sweat all over it. You think about those tiny people. All the work they have to do now. You better give them a tip. Just that's who I think about. So after the, oh, wait, wait, oh, this continues to go on. Uh, first of all, I don't know what white fragility is. I, I don't know what that is. The, cro- the program was based on the Racial Healing Handbook and also included clips of Robin D'Angelo, the author of the book White Fragility. After that, the teachers are told they are racist and upholding racist ideas, structures, and policies and must commit to becoming anti-racist in the classroom. What the fuck? That wouldn't be the first time they dry cleaner clean splooge off my clothes. Uh, what the hell was that? So you got this happening in San Diego. Thank God the people here in this New York school have fucking come to their senses. The head of an elite Manhattan private school in the throes of an internal war. Look, he's leaving at the end of the year. This douche nozzle, Chief Jim Best, announced his exit Friday after 16 years at the helm. He considered one of the city's most exclusive academic bastions. You know what this is. All this is is... Fuck you too. Al Pacino. This is the private school that Al Pacino... Pluck the kid out of. But an anonymous group of parents wrote a letter in January. It said, every class this year has been as obsessed focus on race and identity. Racist cop reenactments in science. Decentering whiteness in art class. Learning about white supremacy and sexuality in health class. Wildly inappropriate, many of these classes feel more akin to a Zoom corporate sensitivity training than engaging curriculum. I think they hit the nail right on the head there. That's what they're trying to do. And by the way, they're doing it to your kids. See, at this private school, they don't really have to hide it. They can. You have to just wait until some parents who aren't afraid to be called names come out. And this is what we need. We need more parents like this to come out and get people like this shitbag Jim Best out of school there. Because they're not teaching our kids anything. What they're doing is they're programming and they're indoctrinating our kids. If you're white, you're bad. If you're white, you're bad. That's what they want you to hear. You have always been bad, and there is no help for your race at all. That's what they're telling your children right now. And by the way, if an uber-duber 
private school in New York can get away with it, this obviously, they are doing it in public schools as well, and they're going to hide it. And this is where you, the parents, need to saddle it up and put on the big boy and big girl pants and say, no, no, this is too much. And look, they probably won't go as quick as as like this, but what I'm thinking is right now, let's say that you have a kid who's in AP English. Now, I'm not saying that there are not talented black writers out there, but what if the entire syllabus is filled with nothing but black writers writing about the black experience? And what if that class isn't 100% black? Did you say Dalton? A few years back, there was a kid who committed suicide at the school. There was lots of theories about it, but it disappeared pretty quickly from the news. Yes, it was Dalton. Oh, those kind of like those stories they they don't surprise me. Like movies like the Dead Poet Society. I don't. I I look. I'll just say this right now. If if God forbid it ever ever happened, but it ain't gonna happen. Thank God. Knock on wood. I ever had Arnie Jr. There is no way that I'm sending him to an all-boys preparatory school. You want to know why? Because those guys turn out to be such douchebags, for the most part. I know I I have a lot of friends that went to these all-male prep schools, and then they worked at the water park with me, and we were friends and stuff. But there was always something kind of just degenerate about them because they knew they were better because their parents had money. They didn't have money. Their parents had money. They weren't rich. Their parents were rich. And yes, they've got to prestigious places and all that because of mommy and dad. Hey, good for them. Hey, more power to them. Hopefully they can do something with it. But if you think this isn't rolling down into your public schools... You are sadly mistaken. Like I said, they'll do, they'll find ways to do it. And they're going to. This is where you, the parent, have to be there. You're raising an adult. Now, if you have an AP class and there's like two or three black writers in there and they're good books and they're part of the syllabus and they go with everything, I, I'm not opposed to black writers. But I'm just giving you ways that they're going to try to do this. I can see it happening. Believe you and me. Uh, so there you go. Is, is that it? A, either a douchebag, a serial killer, or a vegan. All equally as bad. Yes, yes. Correct the mundo. All right. Let's see. Uh, okay. All these things. Yes. Got that. Yeah. Yeah. FedEx shooter. Yeah. Got him. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Before I before I do this, hold on. Inbox. Okay, so this is what I need to do. Oh, this is what I need to do. Okay, boom, boom. Open that. Okay. No, but but we have to pause all these. Okay, you got you got to give me like fifteen seconds here, twenty seconds here. Oh, no, play that. Okay. 
I know. I I know. I'm I'm doing a terrible job here. I should have had this. This this is the hardest part to set up because I didn't want to put everything in my goddamn uh, what should I call it? My do doohickey, my sound effect machine. So I had I didn't have that much time this morning. Let's pause there and then last pause here. All right, here we go. Last one. Promise. Yeah, look, this is all gonna be worth it. Totally, I promise you, it's all going to be worth it. Why? Why, ladies and gentlemen, because that's right, it is time for Celebrity, Celebrity. Celebrity. Ass asked for it last week and I did it. We're going to find out who the greatest superhero is of all time. Who can withstand the celebrity assets man? Let's get it on! Alright. Now, I've broken this up. Our first category is DC. So, we have nothing but DC people here. Is everybody ready? Is everybody ready? So the music today will hopefully all be superhero inspired. And our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, see, I can't play that yet. First matchup is the Man of Steel himself, also known as Clark Kent. The man from the planet that had the red sun. That's why the yellow sun gives him so much power. Superman taking on Barry Gordon, a.k.a. the fastest man in the world, the Flash. The Flash. So I ask you, ask family. In the matchup of Superman versus the Flash, who you got. Oh, getting ugly. gosh. Stop the fight. Stop the fight. This is a bloody mess. Good God, Superman must have ripped him apart. Let's get it on! Uh, No, 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 no. Stop the fight. Stop the fight. Superman moves on. Wow. That's pretty awesome. All right. Superman moves on. Our next matchup in the world of DC superheroes. We have the man who tele- telepathically communicates with fish. The guy that Jason Momoa actually made cool, finally. The man who can breathe underwater, I give you Aquaman. His opponent, the man who was given his gift from the gods and they recently made a movie about him. And Gomer Pyle has been known to call his name a time or two. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Shazam. Aquaman versus Shazam. Who ya got? Let's get it on. 
Words by the immortal elder Solomon Hercules Atlas. Words. A word which transforms him in a flash into the mightiest of mortal beings, Captain Marvel. Aquaman kicked the shit out of Shazam. Oh, my gosh. No worries. I, I, Cowboys girl, I got your votes. That's fine. If you need to vote that way, that's cool. Aquaman moves on. All right. Next matchup in the DC world. Oh, hold on. I got to get the right music. Okay. Got the right music. Okay. Here we go. We give you a woman who is an Amazon. Who comes from a land of woman, from down under, and there's no lesbianism going on there, really? I give you the one and only Wonder Woman, and she is taking on probably one of, if not the worst superheroes ever. I should have put somebody else in here, but I, I had to put this man in here. The man who has to fly a plane even though he is Hawkman. Wonder Woman versus Hawkman. Ask family, who you got? Is it going to play? Come on, Wonder Woman. Oh, it's over. Oh, there's the golden lariat. We have a winner. It is Wonder Woman. She destroyed Hawkman. She stepped on Hawkman. Okay. And our final matchup. Oh, man, is this one. This one. Here we go. I don't know what the other guy did, but this guy is a gozillionaire. He's got a butler that takes care of him. He's got a, 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 a man ward somehow. I don't know how he takes care of his little intern. But I give you the Dark Knight, also known as Batman, taking on a guy's super horror, a, a superhero, or his superpower is he can turn everything green. So I give you Batman versus the Green Lantern. Ask family, who ya got?
is over a long time ago, as family. Let's ring the bells, shall we? <laughs> Batman won that one pretty easy. Wow, I would take anyone over Batman. Wow. Man, oh, man. Green Lantern did get one vote, but Batman moves on. Okay. All right, so I got to keep these up somehow. All these. Okay, we got to get to the final four. Our, our fi- this is our final matchup. You ready? First one. Our first one, here we go. To get to the final four. Uh, I'm noticing a pattern with superheroes with the word man, woman. Seem to be doing better in the matches. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One. Two. We only have two on the other side. So there you go. I would have preferred LC the crime fighting cow. All right. Hey, this is our first one here. We have the man of steel against the man of fish. Superman versus Aquaman. Ask family. Who? Yeah, God. No, it's over. It's over. It's over. Come on. Stop the fight. Stop the fight. He's going to use his laser eyes to boil the man. Oh, my God. All the humanity. Oh, Superman moves on to the final four. Next matchup. We have the one and only Wonder Woman taking on the Cape Crusader himself, Batman. Wonder Woman versus Batman, ass family, who you got? Wonder Woman, all the world is waiting for you and the power you possess in your satin tights, fighting for your rights and the old red, white, and blue. Oh, it's over now. Okay, let's, we can call this now a match. Okay, fantastic. Batman, the Dark Knight moves on. Wow. So, the final four has half of the people in there. We have Superman versus Batman, our first matchup. Part two will come up. And just a little while here at Arnie Radio. <laughs> Dot com. Happy Monday, everybody. Oh, by the way, these are the two songs I didn't hear at Billy Bob's in two of the last shows that I went to that I really wanted to. First one's Dwight Yoakam. <laughs>
Sing songs about Texas. Sing them often as if she was some old lover I used to know. I wish I could follow them back to the homeland every time. I hear one on my radio. Twin fiddles playing in my memory. Wonders of old cow town Silver haired and he's still there Under the sky so warm and fair Well I tell you friends There's a song in every town That's why folks keep writing when I die. I wanna go there too. Someday I hope to walk along Heaven Street and I'll still be looking for my taco meat. And I swear I hear still guitars rising in the air. And I said, we'll sing me one more song about old San Antonio. Seemed like a dream now, it was so long ago. Oh, God, Clark, you can be just like a cook from the cold. Well, I'm a going home. When the 
night is real, real still I swear I can hear a whippoorwill She knows there's music in the dirt down there Hill country rain It's a cleansing thing And all I have to do is see one Sitting in a shallow creek Got nothing to do I said to sing me one more song About old San Antonio Seemed like a dream Now it was so long ago Jerry Jeff walked the beach Just like a coat from the cold So sing me one more song About those dusty plains Them honky-tonk angels And their lonely I was stowed away on some fast moving train Going home, I'm going home This show's got more ass on it than a public toilet more diseases too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. I know, right? How could Pat Green not do the song, Songs About Texas, at Billy Bob's in Texas? I mean, he did a live record at Billy Bob's, and Songs About Texas is like the first song on there. He didn't even do I Like Texas. He lives in Fort Worth. Oh, I'm still I, I'm still heated about that bullshit. Still heated to this day. Me and old Pat Green are gonna have us a little conversation. Really, he has a podcast now, and he can get Troy Aikman on there. Troy Aikman needs to be on my podcast. Me and TA, we'd be buddies. Let me just tell you that right now. Uh, all right, so we got through celebrity ass death match, right? At least the first round. Uh, we will be back very soon to do the second round, the Marvel round. But first, we do have a lot of entertainment news we have to talk about. And I'm afraid I might wrinkle some feathers a little bit in a little bit. But, hey, we'll get to it when we get to it. First, though, we got to talk about our gal. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. She's underage, for God's sake. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. Please don't take her to that awful man. You know he's got crusty balls. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. You're an ugly bitch, Jisling. Your smile is so frightening. Your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy, Jisling. Hey, Jisling, AIDS is afraid to get you. I like my new little add-ins there. I might have to come up with new stuff each and every time. Butterfly says I like the added lyrics. Yeah, I, we're going to have to do that every time. I like that. Yeah. Oh, well, she is to face two separate Manhattan criminal trials. 
the first of which I guess is set for July the 12th. Woo, doggy. Uh, Judge Allison Nathan said in order that if perjury charges against Maxwell tried alongside her sexual abuse allegations, it would risk an unfair trial on each count. Whatever. Maxwell is accused of procuring underage girls by abused multimillionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. What a piece of shit. Is this we're going are we finally going to get a name or 50? Please, please. I am so tired of being teased and teasing you guys. We have a song that we do. We know, look, look, here's the thing. We all know what you did, Jisleen. We all know there are there are too many witnesses. All you got to do is mention, this is the thing. This is what I see happening, personally. And, and I think this is going to be quite the domino effect. I think it's only going to be two people that get named, one or two people that get named. And then when they're the evil bad guy and everybody in the world is looking at them, they're going to announce a couple people. Oh, if we were so bad, then you know who did this. And it's going to go on from there. This is one of those things that I was hoping, you know, that there would be some kind of, Evidence or something that comes out and it has like pictures and names of everybody. Now, granted, that would be the way to go. That would be the home run. I, I, and I would love for us to get that. Because I'm telling you this right now. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be out of luxurious lifestyles they've set for themselves. Because there's nothing worse than a pedophile. You can call me racist all fucking day long. You do not come back from that one. If you're a pedo, no, regular society don't. I don't care if the Hollywood society is like, look, it's no big deal. When mainstream America says, nope, fuck all you people, and stops watching your product and you go broke, yep. And I'm afraid that's what's going to end up happening. Is that it's going to take two at a time. It's going to it's going to take, and people like the Clintons. Look, we all know the Clintons are dirty as shit. We all know the Whitewater. I mean, look, they've been killing people for years allegedly. Gotta say that. Whitewater. Yeah, I, I mean, it goes way back with the Clintons. Do we think that, the, yes, yeah, at least half of the Clintons are? Tom Hanks, well, if he's been on that island. Anybody who's been on the island, that's all I want to know, who's been on the island. Because if you've been on the island, everybody knew it was called Pedophile Island. Hey, where are you going this weekend? Pedophile Island? But I have a girl of age. I mean, honestly, that sounds like a family guy fucking skit. Oh, we're going we're gonna to see all kinds of names on there, all kind of politicians. I don't necessarily care about all the politicians unless it's Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, the Clintons, 
or anybody that I like. Oh, you know what? You know whose name I don't want to see on there is Grady Judd. I forgot to do this. It's Monday, right? We got our Grady Judd of the week. The men and women of law enforcement that write you a ticket today will stand in front of a bullet for you tonight. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? The men and women of law enforcement that write you a ticket today will stand in front of a bullet for you tonight. There you go. There's your Grady Judd for the week. By the way, uh, wait, where is Polk County? Is Polk County anywhere near Miami or anything like that? Hey, Siri, where is Polk County, Florida? You dumb bitch. I'll look it up. Thanks anyway, dummy. Polk County, Florida. All right, let's see what this is. Oh, it's up in the the central part of the state. Okay, it's between Tampa and Orlando. Okay. Okay, but not a good family. No, it's a terrible family, guys. Get. Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to Pedo Island, Pedo Island. But I have an of age girl. Wink, wink. So I, I don't know. I mean, the Clintons are going to be out. Tom Hanks could be. I've seen his name. I, I've seen a picture of fucking Stephen Hawking's. That's just the worst one. Polk is Middle West Coast. Thank you, Dan. So he, oh, good. Epstein won't have any contact with Grady Judd. Good. I don't want to see Grady Judd. And and I'm with Tommy. I, I know Tommy has said this on the show before. When the names come out, I don't care if they're people that I like. They're done. You don't have sex with kids. I, I, I mean, I, I think we've made that pretty clear on this show that we're anti-kid sex. I'm I'm anti incest too. I this is a new new thing that I'm jumping on now. I guess I have to. I'm opposed to incest. Even though Daddy told me blood made the best lubricant. <laughs> Remember I said that to somebody once, and they almost started crying. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I was like, yeah, blood makes the best lubricant. That's what my dad always told me. <laughs> you, know what else? you know, this way, hey, kids, you don't have these anymore, but we used to have them all the time. And that's called a payphone. And a payphone was at like a corner or something, and you could make a phone call there. Right, you put in your quarter. I remember when they were a quarter. I don't ever remember when they were a dime. It was always a quarter. And then it went up to 35 cents, and I was pissed. And now we have cell phones, so they don't exist. But whenever, uh, whenever, you may be losing your New York audience with that bold stance. Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate it. My bold anti-incest stance. Whenever a, a, a phone would ring, like a payphone. If I was near it, I was answering it. 
And I would always answer, I would answer it like for the longest time. I would call it Joe's abortion clinic. No fetus can beat us. Joe speaking. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, they, those used to be the fun days. Like, you'd answer. I, I One time I did that at somebody's work. They, they didn't really appreciate it. I was there visiting them, and their phone rang. Well, the other one was County, oh, County Moore. You kill him, we chill him. Yeah, we. I would do. I, I think I did that one. I answered the phone. County Moore, you, chill, you kill him, we chill him. There you go. You rape them, we scrape them. Any way to answer a phone that way is fantastic. You will catch people off guard. You can still do it. I mean, you got your caller ID. You know who's calling you. I would say probably stay away from, like, the abortion clinic one if you know somebody that's calling you that recently had one. That one that one might be a little risque. Ah, those were the best. Uh, all right. Enough on Gislaine. Uh, did anybody waste their time this week? I didn't watch one second of this. And, you know, I'm kind of a, a news junkie, and I didn't see anything on this. I waited until the story came out. This weekend was the sad funeral of Prince Philip. Prince Philip, who was 842 years old. is daddy to Prince Charles and that other one, the pedophile, Prince Andrew. I don't even know how they let him make the public appearance at this, but whatever. He's the granddaddy to Harry and Willie. Or William, I'm sorry. I shouldn't call him Willie. But this weekend was the first bringing back of the royals. Now, Meghan Markle, because the doctor said she can't fly because she's too pregnant, which, by the way, is horseshit. By the way, this is what I, whenever I, I, I think that a doctor is telling Meghan Markle she can't fly. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Well, uh, Alicia, this is this is the best part of the royals here. I I could care less about them, too. But everybody is trying to make a big deal that the brothers have reunited and they talked and they seem to hash things out. Now, I don't know where anybody's getting this reporting, but as of Friday, when Tommy was on the show, I told you how Harry and Meghan, you know, the Markles, were throwing Oprah and the production under the bus. Now, if I am to believe that the royal family is going to buy that, that there's a reunion, then it's true. They truly are stupid and, and get everything they deserve when the people of Britain finally say enough is enough and they storm the castle. I, I personally don't. I, look. Queen Elizabeth, they showed a picture of her driving. She was crying. A rare moment for her to see. It's her husband of 73 years. Of course she's going to cry. Who's she going to nag now? 
Who is she not going to cook for? Who is she not going to clean for? She has no purpose now. Yeah, I I mean, like last week, I couldn't believe it when they were trying to say, look, we, we, we wanted to reschedule. There's nothing we could do. They made us do it. They being Oprah's production team. And that is led by Oprah. You are going to blame Oprah? You're going to blame the black female messiah? Good luck, honey. Boy, that's a battle. You picked your battles very, very poorly. I mean, you got one big upset under your belt with the Queen of England. But the Queen of England ain't got no power like Oprah got power. So I guess the story is they... Oh, oh, wait, I I digress. No, wait, hold on a second. Prince William asked to not walk besides Harriet at funeral. William had made the request that saw them separated by their cousin as they walked behind the coffin. Wow. Oh, so it's not all champagne and roses. So some part of the media is lying to us. I didn't see this story. Wow. Let's see. Uh, haven't cared since 1776, yeah. Think of all those sandwiches that will rot away in the kitchen now that Philip's gone, y'all. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere, just not always able to check the chat, but I'm listening still. Good, Butterfly. Good, good, good. We love having you as part of the ass family. Yeah, I know, the media lied to us. Oh, my God. Oh, everything went great, but they weren't walking together at the funeral. I don't care what any of this means. All I want to see is now it's England against Oprah. Who is going to win that fight? I'm I'm backing my girl, Oprah. You you don't fuck with the original, Precious. Uh Uh-uh. No, sorry, Bob, you do not. I have to say something that just pains me. You, you do not know how much this hurts me. The past month and a half, two months, Bill Maher is not half bad. I, I mean, oh, God. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling woozy after that. Oh, dear. Oh, gee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, let that go. Oh, that's right. I said it. Bill Maher. Not half bad. He's come out and he's praised Ron DeSantis, the Republican governor of Florida, for what he has done with the coronavirus. He's hammered uh, Cuomo. And the liberal media for getting COVID wrong. He came out last week and had Sharon Osbourne on and took her side. What is happening? This is, is this somebody who's finally come to some sense of 
reality in the world? If you don't know the Sharon Osbourne story, I I think this could be one of the most egregious firings I've ever heard of in my entire life. Piers Morgan, on a British morning show, got up and walked out in the middle of a Meghan Markle moment that they were playing. And he has been outspoken about her, not believing anything she says. And that has made him a racist. Now, he's never mentioned her race. Now, once again, I have to do something that makes me sick on the inside, and that's stand up for somebody I hate. But if I want to be fully transparent with you, I have to, uh, I have to show you that I agree with Piers Morgan. I don't believe anything that Meghan Markle says, and it has nothing to do with her being black. But everything that Piers Morgan said was racist, but it wasn't. He just doesn't like her. There are people that didn't like Princess Diana. They, they didn't get fired from their shows. And then when Sharon Osbourne was asked about it on her show, she was asked. It wasn't like she came to the table and says, Hey, blow at me. Say, hey, Tosley, I want to talk about this. They asked her. She says, I, 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 I got my friends back. I've known Piers Morgan for a long time. And he didn't say anything racist. And, and he said his opinions on her. That's it. And then I guess they got into it. And then everything was said about Sharon Osbourne, saying about lesbians in the past and all this, and she's fired from the show. And you remember, remember we talked about it last week and how ridiculous it was that a verbal altercation on a television show, on a taped television show that does use cue cards, a woman got into an argument on that show and is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. You know... Like, I don't know, one of our fine soldiers over in whatever shittistan part of the world they're in, and they drive over a fucking landmine. She has the same thing as this soldier, male or female. She got in an argument with a British woman about what the British woman believes are somebody's rights to disagree with somebody else, and so she has the same thing as this guy blown up. Are you fucking serious? This is uh, this is our world. I'm so happy I don't have children to leave this world to. I could not have enough children to that maybe if I fathered, I don't know, like 700 children and taught them the way of Arnie, that maybe there would be a a a, a chance for society to go on. But come the fuck on. They're lucky I'm not the producer of the talk or the chat or whatever fucking dumb name it is. <laughs> she, I want her go. Why? She gave her opinion. I have PTSD. Well, you're fired. I would fire her. Just say you have PTSD. Cut. And by the way, by the way, that black woman who's on the show who has the PTSD, I don't know her name. I just know she's black. You want to call me a racist for that? Okay, I'm just trying to describe the person on there. 
I, I, I had a thought about this also this weekend. Let me get let me get back to the uh, the chat, the black woman on black woman. For anybody to ever tell you this this phrase right here, and I thought about it more this week, and I know I've I've talked about it. Well, I don't see color in people. Well, you're fucking lying, okay? Or you're colorblind, and you need some eye corrections done. No, what you don't see is the stereotype in a person. This whole idea that we're not going to tell officers of the law what color a person is in the suspect. I, 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 this, this whole idea that, oh, we, we don't see color. You Really, you don't see color? How, how do you drive? Do you not see the red, yellow, and green light? Oh, you can see that color. Okay, what about red cars? Can you point out red? You can point out red cars. This idea that we don't see colors in people. We do. It's... It, they're a different melanin than, or melanin, whatever the melanin. I'm so sick of this world. No, I don't see colors. Hey, you're not supposed to see colors. What am I supposed to see then? When I see a black guy, do you know what I see? I see a, 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 a person who's of my age. Let's say they're my age. I see somebody of my age who looks different than me. Now, do I think that he likes Jay-Z and he has a lowered truck or he does cool shit like that or likes to fight dogs? I have no fucking clue. I just see him. He's a black guy. That's it. I don't know what he's into. I don't know if he's a minister. I don't know if he's slinging crack. By the way, that goes for white people, too. You can tell by the way they dress. You can't. You have to fucking talk to him. So this whole idea, well, I don't see color. I, I, I think that's the stupidest thing that we say in our society today. That is, that is so, that, you know what, that is a cop-out. I'm just going to say it right now. That is such a cop-out on anybody's part. Well, I don't see color in people. You're a motherfucking liar. Because if I were to hand you a bill and it had 20 on it and it was red, you wouldn't accept that. So you obviously see color. Richard, come on. But now going back to this show where this host had suffered people. She is a former stand-up comedian that was on the road. By the way, you don't think she dealt with hecklers? She don't. You don't think that she, she? You don't think that she dealt with racism on the road? I mean, if racism is so prevalent in our society, and by the way, if you don't think it is, you need to wake up. Yeah, see, th- that, that's the stupidest thing. I would have looked at her and go, well, what color am I, ma'am? Right, a kid says, I was called a racist by a black woman for saying I don't see color when I talk to people. I don't know if he fights dogs, but I'm pretty sure he has a bass guitar up in his attic somewhere. Probably knows how to play it, too. The Bee Gees can tell you, uh, by the way, someone walks up there, a woman's man, and have time to talk. Any person that says 
uh, that the minute they get robbed and call the cops, will immediately tell the police the color of that person that did it. Oh, my God. Correct the mundo. Correct the mundo. I don't see color. Okay. Good. Have a good. If somebody says that to me, I'm going to say to them, well, good luck describing me to the cops. Hiya! Jesus Christ. Man, I have PTSD over this. No, you don't. You motherfucker. You got schooled by a little British woman on TV? This is our society. You can't take your beating. Oh, I hate, boy, there is no, oh. You want to get my ira up, boy. If you can dish it out all fucking day and you can't take it, no, uh-uh. Don't don't play that game with me. Mm-mm. And by the way, it, it, to those losers that have in the past said, "Oh, well, Arnie, you have taken it too far." Hey, you started it. I didn't start it. If you want to get into a name calling match with me, good luck. I'm going to make you fucking cry. I just am. You brought it on. You bullied me first, so I'm standing up for myself. And I am going, I am planning on eviscerating you. And that's all Sharon Osbourne was doing. They brought it to her. She eviscerated them. You got to take that loss. You got to eat that shit sandwich. Shit sandwiches don't taste good. Ooh, there's a, there's a name for a fucking autobiography. Shit sandwiches don't taste good. They don't, but you got to eat them every once in a while. And everybody has. Everybody has had a part of a shit sandwich. You don't like it. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I totally support Sharon Osbourne. I, I know that she'll probably never get another talk show, whatever. If she actually does get, like, the $40 million buyout that she gets, fuck them. Start your own show. Boy, now, I tell you what, now I'm really going to be saying some unpopular shit. <laughs> because you know what? I'm tired of seeing this. Last night were the Academy... Of Country Music Awards. Now, I used to be a die... I, I st- You know me. I am still a die-hard country music fan. Just not the new shit. The new shit's terrible. The new shit is awful. I would say 98% of the new shit is god-awful and terrible. There's a percent out there that I kind of like sometimes... And then that other percent just isn't too bad. Yeah, true, true, big guy. The big sandwich comes by every election year. It sure does. Sure does. Hey, I'm eating one right now. Big fucking shit sandwich with Joe Biden in the White House. 
No, Sawyer's dead. I agree with you. That ain't country. And because country music is doing something now, and now this is the second example I can see of. The first example, I don't know if you're going to be able to follow along with this. I'll try to make it easy. It would be like, I don't know, some kind of show. Let's say that the show was great for, I don't know, 20 plus years. It started off with a couple guys, like TV show or something, two guys. And then they add a girl to the mix and things are going great. And then you add in a cast of characters that go along with it that you can, you can shuffle that cast around, but not the other three. The core three is the core three. If you take out any part of that, it's completely different. Now, I've seen a show like that do what country music is doing. When country music did this last night, if you didn't watch it, you didn't miss anything. Because country music now has become the all-accepting world. By all-accepting world, I mean the hosts of last night's show were Keith Urban and a new singer named Mickey Guyton. Now, I don't know who Mickey Guyton is. No clue who she is. I don't know what she sings. But she's black. She's the first ever uh, black female, female black singer in Academy ACM history. She's also nominated for Newcomer of the Year. So usually what they do with the, the hosting duties are given to, you know, legends or, or people that have been in the industry a while. Reba McIntyre hosted it forever. Carrie Underwood and, and, and Brad Paisley, they were, a, they were entrenched in country music. They were there. Keith Urban, I'll give you. But here's the problem I have. Last night's show is country music saying everyone's welcome. Okay. So we're going to have a foreigner, Keith Urban from Australia, and a black gal host. Now, I, I, don't, I don't know how she sings. I, I don't. But if you don't think that this was completely orchestrated, to show you the acceptance that's there. It's like when, when, when a show adds like a gay character and now a, a, a transgender character or a black character. You know, they're trying to check off every box. You're trying to be so mass appeal that you're checking off every single box except that one box that you always take advantage of. That one box is usually called like the P1s box. And those are the people that won't leave you no matter what. Well, what has happened? No, I'm saying the word what has happened. And these people have left you country music. Country music today is god awful. It is shit. There's no stories in there. There's no, there, 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 there's nobody that has really any personality. One of the, the big up-and-comers of the past few years has been this fella, Kane Brown. 
the motherfucker got lost on his own property and had to call 911. That ain't very country boy. Nobody wears cowboy hats anymore to perform. Not saying you did in the, in the past. There have been great artists that haven't. But nobody's doing it. Country music today is dead. I am pronouncing right here, right now, Monday, April 19th, 2021, the death of country music. Not because they had a black co-host last night or a foreign co-host. It's because country music is for country people. Or people that want to be country people. It's not for everybody. You're not going to get it in the inner cities. They're not going to like it. That's fine. I I hate this idea that everybody has to accept everything. There are certain types of... I hate reggae music. I absolutely, positively... Except uh, Electric Avenue. That's about as reggae as I'll get. Or Red Red Wine. I fucking hate reggae. I hate Rasta shit. I hate all of it. Does that make me a racist? I love Zydeco music. Zydeco music is about as inbred hillbilly as you can fucking get. I like to think of the ass family as something a step above AP1. Oh, it is. You guys are the, I mean, like, you guys are the core of the core. You guys are, like, I have big plans for this year. Huge plans that I'll tell you guys about. Some of those plans have been set in motion already, and I'm very excited. Uh, what, you hate reggae? Blasphemy. No, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've never understood this. Maybe y'all can help me. And Douglas, I know you're just giving me a hard time, but we all think this way. When we say or somebody says we don't, they don't like that, we take that as an automatic slide to us because we do like that. This is one of the hardest things that I have to do. Is, and I've worked on this for a long time because I've never been a fan of the Beatles. I've never, ever said the Beatles suck. I don't think they suck. They, they've sold enough albums to where I know they don't suck. And before Braddy Kid chimes, chimes in, yes, Taylor Swift just beat their fucking record sales. So there you go. I'm just not a big fan. I, 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 I'm not. I don't think they're terrible. I don't think they're awful. But usually when you when somebody says, yeah, I'm not a fan of the Beatles, what the fuck's wrong with you? Well, nothing's wrong with me. I don't care for them. Reggae is gay. <laughs> reggae is reggae. Uh, reggae better than country. Fight me. For you it is. Yes. I'm not going to fight you on it. I'm not going to fight you on it at all. I mean, if you want me to show you the overwhelming number of record sales compared to reggae record sales, I'd be happy to. 
But when I talk about I don't like it, look, I, I'm not saying it's horrible or it sucks or it should be banned. I didn't say any of those things. I said I didn't like it. You see? And I know Douglas is playing with me, and that's fine. That's cool. I'm glad he was because it points out it points out what people are actually like, and I appreciate that. Yes, they suck. It's okay. Straight fire, you can say they suck all they want. I, I can't, like, coming from the, the radio industry, and I know what successes are, and I know what I – don't, I don't like their music. I just don't. You can't like music. Well, that's that's not true. I can, I can still like music and not like them. I'm not taking anything away from their musicianship. The songs that they wrote are very, very popular. They're super popular to this day. They're one of the most influential. They're the most influential band that's ever been in rock and roll. I can say that. I'm still not a fan. By the way, get ready. I'm not a fan of Led Zeppelin either. Never have been. Never will be. Not big a fan of, and this one pisses my tattoo artist off, Black Sabbath. I respect everything that every one of those bands has done. But that, that, that's, they're, they're just not my choice. Exactly. See, Douglas, Douglas, in the long run, you do get it. And this is why, Douglas, I'm glad you're a father. Because this is a great way you can teach your son. He says, I get that it's not for everyone. I don't need you to like it for me to still enjoy. And I don't know why more people don't have that sort of attitude. I don't know why. And, and, and look, I, like I said, I fall guilty of this too. I used to really, like, like, people would go, man, you're so stupid for liking wrestling. I would get offended at that because they didn't like it. They knew it was fake. They thought I didn't know it was fake. And I would try. I'm never going to get them on my side. Like, Douglas, you're never going to get me on the side of reggae. Just not going to happen. And I used to get it. But now, I, I look, you don't have to like, okay, you don't like wrestling, and you're one of my non-wrestling fans, okay, or your fa- friends. You're one of my non-wrestling fan friends. That's fine. We can have conversations about other shit. It's what I don't understand. I don't know why it has to be that we can't have the things that we like anymore, that we have to like everything. Because if you don't like everything, that means you hate shit. And that means you, you're, you're saying that people that like it are less than you. No, actually you're not. But that's the way everybody takes it. Uh, I take my earphones off when the country comes on, and, and there you go. And that's why I don't play much of it. I know a lot of people don't like my choices in country music. That's why I try to play a, a, a wide range of songs. It was my way, shit. We'd be hearing shit like we started the show off with today, all damn day. Probably hear some damn Zydeco music in there. No, y'all don't like that. 
but this whole idea that everybody has to be, you know, oh, oh, look at this, look how great. No, it's not good. What's going on in country music today is terrible. It's the same thing, and rock and roll is starting to see this change, in my opinion. Rock and roll in its heyday. With Led Zeppelin, with, with bands from like the, the 70s up until when it died, I would say mid to late 90s, 2000. And now, there are exceptions in that rule. Metallica's been fine that entire time. And we've got to see those bands that were still great play for a long time and they bring out new music. I'm talking about the new music and, and the new groups and rock. They were all coming out and singing therapy-type songs. Oh, my daddy didn't love me songs. When rock and roll was simple. Rock and roll was about having no rules, sex, drugs, good times. It was about partying. It was about living it up. It was about getting ass, about getting laid. Then everybody started to add to put a message in. Well, if you're going to get laid, use a condom. I don't know how that was a great metal song, but some people said it was. Well, oh, Harrison, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that question. Let's see. Uh, so his favorite musicians are Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson. He hates today's music, and he says it all sucks. This coming from a seven-year-old. Well, he's got good ears. Harrison asks, what do you think of Greta Van Fleet? Personally, I think they are a great band that is bringing back rock and roll. Well, I have to say... I respectfully disagree with you because Greta Greta Van Fleet can't figure out who they are. The first album, they were a brand new version of Led Zeppelin. For their second album, they sounded like a brand new version of Rush. If you listen to the two albums, they're worlds apart. I mean, honestly, the first time I heard Greta Van Fleet, I thought it was Led Zeppelin. Now, with Mammoth coming out, that's Wolfgang Van Halen's band. Suspect, what is it, 187 or something like that. That's the band where Scott Weiland's son's the lead singer. Slash's son is playing drums. Uh, Robert Trujillo's son is, is bass player. And the guitar player is just some regular dude. And then there's one more. Oh, the Hank Williams uh, the Fourth has come out. There's, there seems to be this younger generation that's coming through. And I will give Greta Van Fleet some credit here is because they – are the ones that started it to having the music start to sound better. There's another one. Who, who did I, who was this? I just, I texted this out to a guy in the industry. Oh, that is the strange band. Okay. That's Hank Williams fourth. 
let's see. Rock died with uh, 9-11. Uh, they wouldn't play. Let the bodies hit the floor. Very true. Ghost. I haven't heard of Ghost. The the dirt that you recommended was great. Uh, I don't think it's anywhere close to like that anymore. The dirt that you recommended was great. What did I recommend? The dirt? I don't think it's anywhere close like that anymore. I think there's there, there's a lot of new good music that's out there. The problem is, oh, the Motley Crue pick. Yeah, that, well, I don't think it's anywhere close to like that. Oh, yeah, I I did recommend. Well, I read the book. the the movie the The movie was based on the book. I read the book, and the, they left out a lot of great stories from the book. Oh, I don't think that rock and roll is like that at all anymore. No. I mean, I, I think it's a, a way more sheltered because there are far more cameras now. I mean, you got to think about it. In this day and age, you can't go outside of your house without getting photographed. Everybody's got a camera with you remember back in the day, we only took cameras with us if we were going on vacation or if we were going to a fucking amusement park or a fair. It's the only time you took the camera. You didn't take the camera when you went to the mall. Now everybody's got cameras. These rock stars can't afford. <laughs> yeah, the cum bowl was in the book only. Hear Kitty Kitty during the song Same Old Situation. Oh, it's a great play. It's my favorite part of the book. I wish that would have been in the movie. My dad didn't like how Greta sounded like Led Zeppelin. He loves Led Zeppelin. Yes, he does. But he likes new bands trying to carry the torch and keep rocking. Well, I do too. I mean, I like it. I like the fact that they're getting played. Here's the problem. The problem is one of the greatest inventions has almost really... It's hurt, I think, the music industry more than anything else, and that's the Internet. Where does everybody... Okay, here's a great question, and I'd like to know this. Where do you guys find your new music now? Honestly, where do you guys find out about new music? I'd like to know. see douglas has pandora facebook youtube pandora facebook uh radio and pandora well it's good to hear somebody say radio amazon music suggestions okay interesting uh most times the internet movies tv shows college radio i follow the bands i enjoy on social media then uh what you play for us on the show but i've never heard hear of new bands anymore Live shows when they're a thing. There's an XM station called Octane. I listen to old stuff I haven't heard. My music is 60s, 90s. Just recently started T-Rex a lot. 
Mark Bowen, CDs, radio, and Apple Music, and my dad. We used to, though, there used to be one place that you got new music. And everybody went there because it was free, and that was the radio. But the problem was, is that the radio, we all went to the radio. If a new song was getting released, we knew. And a lot of times the radio station would tell you. I, I, I don't know how many times we did world, you know, world premieres. One of those world premieres, I'll never forget this. The first one I ever, I remember the first world premiere we ever did. And I was working at a country station. Now, I know it wasn't a world premiere, but it was the first time that we were allowed to play it. And I was getting breakfast for the morning show that I was interning for at the time. And it's this song right here, because I was driving back to the station because I wanted to hear the song, because I couldn't even hear it in the station. And it was this song right here. Tim McGraw's, I like it, I love it. Only place you could hear that song was on the radio. Everybody went to the radio. Now, when the internet came out, yes, it's an awesome, awesome tool. It's fantastic. But what it did was it eviscerated radio. And in turn, I think, has hurt the music industry and different genres like rock especially and country. Because what happens is, is that the radio station gets word, hey, we've got a new song. We can play it tomorrow at 7 a.m. Well, boom, it gets uploaded somehow on the Internet, and now it's out there, and somebody hears it, and somebody plays it. Well, that record, the radio station still has to wait. The Internet jumped the line. The internet made it to where, oh, I can listen to this whole album and then decide if I'm going to buy it. Now, look, Tower Records would do that, and Tower Records was ahead of their time. But radio could not compete with the internet. Uh, the last world premiere I heard on radio was You in the Morning. It was Tattoo. Oh, God. Shit, that was, that was probably one of the last world premieres that we did. This hunk of shit. Oh, that song is terrible. The music in that song, if you turn David Lee Roth off, you go, that's a fucking Van Halen song. Oh, God, that song is terrible. The problem for me is that there are no radio stations that play new rock songs. We only have stations that still have the same playlist from 2005, so XM is the only way to go for me. No, I get that, and there are stations out there because here's the problem is that there are, once again, when the Internet came out, it not only hurt the radio stations, but it hurt the record industry because now people were opening up recording studios in their garages. We all blame that on, on rap music. 
how how there's so many labels out there. No. It's like porn. How many fucking porn stars are there in the world now? You know, back when I was growing up, you had your your few fe- feature girls and everybody knew them. Now there are a bazillion chicks doing porn. Why? Because of the internet. Now you have a bazillion places that will play new music, quote-unquote new music. And most of that new music sucks dick. Record companies have gone out of business. So now to get signed, they aren't going to chance anybody getting signed. They have to have full confidence in this group. You don't have full confidence in a brand new band. I remember that. I was telling my bus that this morning. Yeah, Country radio won't play new, good, cute music. Coffee Anderson won't be played on today's radio. Sorry, I'm on the coffee train. No, no worries. No, I get it. Look, man. I have been yelling and screaming for the past, I don't know, 20 years that there needs to be a, a classic gold country station in every city. Gold country stations won't make any money, though. See, and that's the other thing, is now the people that are running radio are not radio people. Watching Steve Austin last night break down was a little much because I mean I look I admire him, but but what it was over was when he retired from wrestling, he gave up something that he loved. When I got out of radio, I didn't know when when I left that building in Reno, I didn't know that was the last time I was going to be in a radio station. Now, thank God I have this to broadcast on. But I truly loved radio. I loved the the whole station. of. I loved everything about radio. I loved it was us against everybody else. It was our sales team. It was our promotion staff. It was our program director, and it was our air staff. Against the world. And then everybody gets a trophy fucking jumped in. And they cut. And what they did was they put radio stations together. So now the same promotion team covers the rock station, the pop station, and the classic rock station. And then the other half of promotions, they cover the other, the easy listening station, this station, and that station. And then the sales staff, they all get divided to where you're selling to people under 35, we're selling to people 35 and over. So then it was just whatever was best for the building. There was no more of this us against them. And radio station, and see, that was a non-radio thing to do because non-radio people are now running the industry. And they are running it into the ground, and it is a fucking, it is a garbage fire that cannot be put out soon enough. Uh, 
Uh, I don't listen to radio anymore. It doesn't feel local anymore, and I can't stand the music they play, but that's how I used to find new music and back ba- and bands back. Yeah, everybody did. That's how everybody found it. Classic country stations last in Sacramento about three weeks every three to five years and don't last. It's sad. It is sad because they don't give it time. That's the other thing is that they don't give it time. Everything now is a, what have you done for me in the last 15 minutes? I'll tell you, there was a, a point in my career. And it, it, think about what, what, what show that I was on before and the power that we had and the numbers that we had. We got that because of the way that we lived before. There was a, uh, I'll never forget. We came out when when the rock station signed on. I was doing the overnight shift, and uh, yeah, what's up? Hey, morning, aren't you, Zach? Hey, what's up, Zach? How you doing, bud? Uh, yeah, I'll get better. Just give it time. Uh-huh. Now, the thing that bugs me now, FM stations especially, there's no live DJ effect anymore. Well, nobody's there. Every, yeah, everything's on like a track and tracking system. Yeah, it's cheaper. It's, it's cheaper. They don't care about they don't care about the product. They care about the cost of the product. The product can sound like dog shit, and they don't care because they have a product out there. But it's not a good product. I mean, they it's not care. a product you can. Yeah, they, they, they I don't, know. Like, like here's, and I don't mean to cut you off, but they don't care because they're putting a product out there. And see, back in the day, back in the day when radio stations had, like I was talking about, the one team, we fucking cared. We cared about it. We cared about what the, the, the product sounded like because we wanted to be number one. Well, big markets started this and it shuffled down. And when it hit the small markets like Reno, it ended all radio, in my opinion. Because big markets had the idea, if we're in the top five, we're okay. And it's true. If you're in the top five, billing-wise, you're going to be doing fucking great. Do you know and what? Now you have, Go ahead. And now you have all these people that are, like, talented people that used to do FM are now either doing AM format or they're doing podcasting. Yeah. Which is starting to become really oversaturated well, in the market. It, it is, and, and there will be something done about it. And, and the, the market will right itself as long as we allow it to. Zach, I'm going to let you go, but thank you for the call. Um, I don't know about you, but I would never, ever feel good about being in fifth place. Like I want to be the biggest podcaster in the world. I do. I, but, but that's what they were telling Ray. Hey, if you're in fifth place, that's okay. Just stay in the top five. You're okay. You're going to get a bonus. If you offered me a bonus at fifth place, I wouldn't work for you. I only got bonuses based on first place. And let me, let me just tell you real quick. In my morning show career, I didn't hit bonus. And, and this was every quarter. I remember I did it for 24 years. I didn't hit bonus three times.
you to think about that. Three times I didn't get my bonus. One time it was cheated. Uh, the radio DJs have very little control over what they can and play on the air. It's set by corporation. Requests by listeners have almost completely gone away. Well, I'll tell you that the request by listeners went away, I would say, probably about 25 years ago. And, yeah, the the playlists, they have vice presidents of programming, and they'll they'll shoot down what they think is good and what they want you to play. So, and And, by the way, that's been happening for the last 15 years. So nothing's new there. They'll let some markets, as long as that market has, what separates a radio station, it's always been the same thing, the air staff. If you have a better air staff, than if you have two stations that are playing the same songs and one station is killing them in the ratings, why is it killing them? Because they have a better air staff. It's what I noticed with a radio station in my hometown, just bumpers and music, no DJs. Started calling classic rock from the 70s, 80s, vintage rock. I I had an idea for a rock station. I ran this by Jay. I think Jay should still do it. it, We'll call it mega rock or or ultra rock, something like that. Because we don't want to be, like, it sucks when you hear that Guns N' Roses is a classic rock band. Nobody wants they when you hear classic rock, you think the Beach Boys or the Beatles. Uh, I miss the days in Reno calling in on my way home from work and requesting songs. Uh, was a DJ called Max Volume who would take requests maybe 10 years ago. Well, that's good old Max for you. Max, will, Max didn't give a shit. Max, Max programmed the station. And when you got a classic rock station, you can do that. Classic rock stations, you can get away with playing requests on them. But yes, Matt, and by the way, Max is still there. Yeah, true story. Uh, I don't know what I was talking about. Let's see. Uh, oh, a lot of the stations have done that. They found out that the best way to make money is not have any staff at all. You have a program director. That's what you call him. And what he does is he sits, he sits in his office Monday through Friday, and he inserts all the music for the week. That's all he does. And he inserts the music, and he inserts the commercials. And most of the commercials they get are voiced by agencies. And they make all their money through revenue. And if he has no staff, he's going to make more money. It's terrible. It's completely god-awful. And that's radio today. All right. Uh, we got to move on. We have to move on. So enough, uh, uh, enough about this history of, of radio. We have to get back to celebrity-ass deathmatch, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Round two of Battle of DC versus Marvel. Remember, in round one, Superman and Batman have made it to the final four. Now we're going to see who on the Marvel side is ready to get it on. He is 
ready. Mills is ready, and I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, shit, I'm not ready. God damn it, I got to do this damn music again. Crap. Got to put that one in there. No, I don't need that one. I don't want that one necessarily. Let's see. Uh, I want that one, yeah. That's for sure. Oh, we got to turn that down. Turn that off. Okay, got got to do that. All right. Uh, let's see. Shit, I could have I could have been doing. A, oh yeah, I got to put that one in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, got that one. Okay, last one. Got a third one. Okay. Oh sweet. I didn't know I had this one. Okay. Oh, I did know I had that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that one's a good. One. All right. Here we go. All right. Enough of that bullshit. Here we go. Round two. Superheroes. Now we're doing the Marvel side. Okay? Marvel superheroes. The first matchup I give you is the man that you would not like if he gets angry. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. No, no, we wouldn't like you there, Dr. David Banner, also known as the Incredible Hulk. Turning on, or taking on, not turning on, taking on whatever the fuck that deal was from the Fantastic Four that was made out of rock. You know the thing? Fantastic Four, Marvel superheroes. So I give you, ladies and gentlemen, the Hulk against the thing. Who ya got? Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. Oh, stop the fight, ladies and gentlemen. The creature is driven by rage and pursued by... Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the winner, the Incredible Hulk. Oh, my gosh. Hulk went unscathed in that matchup against Thing. Well, we'll see if this one gets a little bit better. Our next matchup is a team. Oh, so it's specifically the TV show Hulk. It has to be Lou Ferrigno. No, it doesn't have to be the TV show Hulk. Uh... I don't know how to describe him otherwise than a kid who's given his superpowers and learns that with great power comes great responsibility. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the amazing Spider-Man taking on the man whose family was ripped away from him, and he's decided to go out and do justice on his own. The vigilante with the most, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Punisher. Spider-Man versus the Punisher. Ask family, who ya got? Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches thieves just like guys. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes a Spider-Man. In the chill of night, at the scene of a crime, like a streak of light, he arrives just there we in 
go. Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. And it is, surprisingly, the Spider-Man. Spider-Man wins. Oh, my gosh. Spidey has moved on. All right. We give you a new superhero. Well, not new. Everybody knew him before the movie came out, if you knew comics. If not, you know him now. You'll know him. You'll love him. He's portrayed by Ryan Reynolds. I give you Deadpool, the guy who can heal. Hallelujah. Taking on Tony Stark himself, the man with the plan, Iron Man. The matchup is Deadpool versus Iron Man. Absolutely ass family. Who ya got? It's over. Ladies and gentlemen, an upset beyond belief. Deadpool moves on. Oh, my diggities. Wow. I did not see that one coming. Now, I don't have any cool music for this one. I I, I think I can find some, though. You know what? I can find some. Let's see. Um, m- oh, no. Oh, where, where is Oh. That's his name. There we go. See, you like the you like the chain. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Our final matchup, ladies and gentlemen. I give you a man made out of anti-antimum who has no aging and can heal himself. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Wolverine taking on. A superhero that was built in World War II and is still fighting hard today. I give you Captain America. Wolverine against Captain America. Ask family who you got. If tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe it. The biggest upset ever. I thought Wolverine would rip apart Captain America. Captain moves on. 
Oh, this has been a great one so far today. All right, here we go to the final four. Final four we go. First one. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Incredible Hulk taking on Spider-Man with all his Spidey senses taking on the Hulk. Who ya got? Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling <laughs> metamorphosis occurs. is driven by rage and pursued by an investigative reporter. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. The Incredible Hulk barely moves on. So the Hulk is in the final four. Now our next matchup in the final four. So his dad says, fuck, Arnie. Really? Lee Greenwood? Yeah, Captain America. We're going to keep that train rolling here uh, to where we got Deadpool against Captain America. Ass family. Captain America versus Deadpool. Who ya got? The man who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up next to you. And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee Fucking dump Across the plains of Texas Gorgeous From sea to shining sea from Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner Oh my gosh, Captain America has moved on So here we go, the final four Which will come up in just a little bit Spider-Man, Batman, Hulk Captain America, your final four for Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Coming up in just a little bit for that. Let's see. Let's play. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, let's play that. Brightest hour of my darkest day, I realized what is wrong with me. Can't get over you, can't get through to you. It's been a helter-skelter romance from the start. Take these memories that are haunting me of a paper man cut in the shreds by his own. He'll never forgive her 
Sitting by a fire on a lonely night Hanging over from another good time With another girl, little dirty girl You should listen to this story All these women I'm never forgiving This broken heart
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, all right, let me see. Uh, Christopher says you got me when you called Tennessee a dump. Wait until the last story. After the couple, after the story at the grocery store, just wait. I got a story, and it is gold, brother. Uh, is it me, or does he sound a little like Kurt Cobain? Well, let, let, let's see. So, are you talking about the the lead singer of Remedy? Okay, hold on a second. Let's see if I can pull this back a little bit here. Let's play a little bit, just real quick. Let's see. Okay, okay. Uh, let, me, let me find uh, Kurt Cobain in here. Totally sound different. <laughs> I hope you're laughing as much as I am. Because <laughs> you guys walked me into that when I say bravo to you guys. Uh, hey, guys, can I get some ass family prayers for Pam? Again, she's back in the hospital. They ran all tests and what's ideas going on. Got three more bags of blood. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, good vibes going out to Stackar. Man, oh, man. I, I, I'm i there for you, pal. Need to talk? Give me a shout, brother. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's an, I don't hear it. All white singers sound alike. Yeah, and Butterfly's laughing. Come on, you know, that, that shit was good. You know that shit was good. All right, first story here. <laughs> I'm going to live on that one. Uh, we'll, do, we'll just, oh, wait, we, we got to do this since we are here. Uh, Everyone from Florida is stupid Everyone from Florida is dumb I might not be the brightest guy But next to them my IQ's high If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum ah. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can Yes, yes it truly is and, and this lady was caught on tape And we got the tape There's Muslims here Right now at six, racist rant caught on camera. A woman yelling violent obscenities at There's customers Muslims inside here. a Broward Walgreens store. It all started when the woman was asked to put on her mask. It quickly escalated from there. Let's get right to local 10 news reporter Ian Margul. Yes, in Fort let's Lauderdale get to Ian Margul. Ian. Ian, you get beat up a lot, don't you? It is Islamophobic. It is racist. It is just overall. It is Florida. Completely <laughs> shocking. Tonight, I am speaking with two women on both sides of that argument. I'm dancing you. Kiss I'm my. Oh, I love your garb. You look like a. A racist hate tirade at a Walgreens Jesus. in Florida now going viral on social media. Very disgusting. I still hear her words in my ears. Nala Ibaid was one of the people who was receiving that hate. She, her husband, and a few other friends were in town on vacation at the end of March, and as they were checking out from this Walgreens, that woman walked in without a mask and was told to put one on oh by the God. cashier. I wish I, uh, I am from your country, so I can't, uh, I, I don't have to wear the mask. So we said, like, uh, which country that? We, we are from New York. That, Nala says, is when the woman snapped, yelling about Muslims and hurling insults at them. Nala says she began recording the rant after the woman spit on her husband. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. You want me to spit on you again? Oh, she admitted it. You want me to spit on you, ugly I don't like what I saw. 
Oh, there she no, is. But I'm human. Luba Bazanich is the woman in that video, and she tells us while she regrets what she said, she felt she had been provoked. When this guy said what he said to me, I what he say? said what I said to him. What'd you say? And I got angry. I felt very angry. And I told him off. Yes, you did. And you went to jail for it. And you admit to spitting on someone, which, by the way, is assault. I can talk just as stupid as you can. Obviously, I am not from Florida. Oh, God almighty. Uh, this is why I love the Sunshine State, baby. No matter what your state does, it's never, ever going to be. You're, you're never, ever going to be as good as Florida. No matter what. Here's our next story. A Florida driver crashed through a traffic arm as a drawbridge was opening and sped over the gap. Jumping. A bridge. The SUV was headed east towards the beach on Main Street at Daytona Beach. There's no video of it. Oh, I'm bummed there. You know, oh, is this video of it? Oh, there he goes. Crashing through the arm. Yeehaw! He made it! He made it! Oh, good God, he made it! It wasn't really up. And here comes the repair truck. Do, 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 do. It's like the, the, the people that clean up after the circus. God damn it, we got to pick up another arm here. Another some bitch jumped through the fucking guardrail. That is awesome. Leave that to Florida. Man, oh, man. Here, here I'll, I'll put it up there for you all to see. You can see how the car is airborne for all of, like, a second. No, thanks. I, I don't want to uh, subscribe to the Orlando Sentinel. So there you go. There's your Florida stories for the day. Now, we got Aldi's here, right? Yeah, Aldi. Okay, Aldi's a really crappy grocery store here in America. I guess they're kind of big overseas. Lo local Aldi in Sydney, Australia. Fuck this shit, man. Let me just tell you this right now. This white, once again, Australia. That's the world's Florida people. Alexander White bought a bag of lettuce from his local Aldi. Didn't think anything of it. Got a bag of salad. Got a bag of, of lettuce. Takes it home. He and his wife are like, oh, okay, well, let's take the lettuce out. Oh, look at that. Looky, looky, what's in there? Is is that a pale-headed snake? Is that a venomous snake I see? Well, yes, it is. It's a live venomous snake living in my lettuce. While unpacking his shopping on the kitchen table, he noticed what he thought was a large worm moving in the bag. The creature then stuck its tongue out and realized it was a small snake. Oh, crikey, I freaked out and called my partner to come and have a look-see. She says, of course, she didn't believe me when I called the snake in the lettuce. Oh, it's out. It's in the room. The pair released the bag, was open. He carried it. Uh, he carried it around in the shop. What the fuck is wrong with him? Oh, that's right. He's Australian. Those people are what we would call crazy. 
the doctor described it as being medically significant, meaning if it were to bite someone, they would have to get to the hospital real quick. Well, this is what I would. This is what I suggest. Now it's in this sealed bag of lettuce, right? Right. Okay. So you have a lot of options here. The, the, your options are your friend. Option one. You kind of like squish it kind of down in the lettuce to where you know exactly where it is and you kind of wring it all out of air and then you bang the shit out of the thing against the counter. Or if that's not your thing because that seems a little violent, you can do this. You see a snake in your lettuce. You tie the top of it up again, and then you've got the, you can see where the snake is, and you take a shotgun, and you you pull a Kurt Cobain, and you pull this. That, that twice, just to make sure, and that way you get the snake. So you don't know, you no longer have a venomous snake in your lettuce. There is also option three. This is a popular one. It could be a bit smelly, though. Option three is... You take it and you put the bag of lettuce and the snake still in there in a preheated oven and let it cook itself to death. Once again, I don't recommend that one because that one's going to smell. I recommend my last option. Aside, I, I, I really recommend my first one of beating it against the counter. This is how I would actually release it. I would, I would go up and down my neighborhood looking for the first car door that I find open, and then I would place the bag in there, and then I would walk my happy ass home. When I read this, it made me think of your salad story. When Beverly was cooking salad, or she had, Beverly was my dad's girlfriend, and she, she was very proud of this little garden that she had raised. And uh, me and Satana were in town. For this, and it was it was one of the highlights of the entire marriage. I'd have to say, uh, because like Beverly put this salad on the plates, and she was so proud of it. And I was like, "Okay, it's salad, not bad. You know, it's fresh, whatever." But every time I look over at Satan, I'd look at her, and she was like, "She's freaking out every couple of seconds." I'm like, "What is it?" She's like, "No, nothing, nothing." And she goes, "I I need to be excused. I can't eat anymore." I, I said, "Why?" And she goes. There's a big worm in my cell, and I look, and I see this gigantic fucking worm because Beverly didn't clean any of the fucking vegetables. Beverly's just eating away. She's just fucking, she's putting in more salad than she can. Oh, God. St. Dana was so pissed that night. I was so happy. Ooh, microwave. I like that. How big are the fucking worms in Australia that confuse a snake for a worm? See? See, once again, I'm looking at a picture of it. That don't look like no goddamn worm to me. It looks like a goddamn electric cord. The snake's black and it's got a pale head and it's going to bite you. Or throw the bag in the freezer. Once it's frozen solid, you can throw it in the trash far, far away from your home. That seems less violent. Yes. Yes, it does. And, and hey, great suggestion. Great suggestion. Uh... What did they? Oh, they released it. What an idiot! Good God, you have a chance to rid the world of one of its most fucking, uh, uh, just horrible things, and that's a venomous snake. You get a chance to kill one, 
and you know there's not going to be anything that happens to you, oh, you kill one. See, that's the thing. You, you get a bag. Look, 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 look. That's what you do. If this ever happens to you, you say it jumps out of the bag and it was either you or the snake and that's how you had to kill it. You make that story your own. You don't release it back in the wild like some queef. Christ's sake, release it back in the wild. Drop it in a paper shredder. Great idea. Lots of cleanup, though. Problem with that one. All right, now I told you to stay here for this story and this story. I, I mean, oh, God, this story is so good. Uh, let's see. I have to find it. Did I not? Uh, it might be in this one then. There are some beds in this one. There it is. Okay. We have to go to another state, ladies and gentlemen. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top, she was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. Dateline, Maryville, Tennessee. Yeehaw. Population, all related. I believe Maryville is pretty close to the Hendersonville area where I once had to Spend a Christmas or two, unfortunately. But I digress. This story isn't about me. It's about people that live in this wonderful state of Tennessee. Now, I I have been known to say mean-spirited things towards them, like they were, I don't know, a bunch of ass-backward cousin-fucking- Redneck, clan birthing sons of bitches. Maybe I've been a little harsh. Now, this happened, the, the way this happened was one of two ways. Either the two thought that they were going to find somebody really, really stupid at the store and get away with it. No, that, that, that one I can't think is true because that takes too much thinking. The, the, what is happening is the, the second version is that these two women are from Tennessee and they're possibly some of the dumbest women I've ever even encountered in any kind of story in my entire life. I might know one of the women. Just saying. Two women, because I have a lot of questions about this. Two women were caught trying to spend a fake $1 million bill at a Tennessee Dollar General earlier this month. Now, 
me just say, it don't get more Tennessean than that. Woo-wee! I got me a big old paycheck. I'm going to the Dollar General and living large. An employee of the discount store reported it, that the women tried to use the counterfeit fortune to purchase several gift cards. Hey, girl, how many gift cards we get? Well, we got to give them for a dollar each. Blount County Sheriff's deputies responded and spoke with one of the suspects who said she received the $1 million bill in the mail from the church. I can't provide any of the church information. I just know that the church sent me a $1 million bill. McCormick claimed she was using the money to buy care packages for people experiencing homelessness. Well, of course you were. Um, the other woman involved in the incident said uh, she had no idea had the phony bill and was only riding along to do errands. The women were ordered to not return to the Dollar General. Oh, boy, that's that's a slap, right? Man, that's bad. That's like death penalty in some states. And were released without charges. Deputies took the bill as evidence. By the way, the largest bill ever printed was a $10,000 note. I can just imagine. What are you saying? What are you saying? Look here. This is a real million-dollar bill. Uh, hello? Hello there. This is a real million-dollar bill. It's got Dolly Parton's face on it. For Christ's sake, yeehaw Snapchat, or however she might sound. And you went to the fucking Dollar General? Why didn't you go to Macy's? I don't know, Target? No. Because your entire family tree goes straight up. The best place that you're going to go is the Dollar General. Hey, girl, how much is this here? It's the Dollar General, stupid. Everything's a dollar. Oh, I'll take the cash register. I mean, seriously. What do you mean this ain't real? Uh, hun, you ain't never seen a million-dollar bill before, all right? I've seen plenty of them. Uh, have you ever heard of that fellow, that two-chain guy? He shows them on his TV show all the time. Hello, if you knew anything, you would know they were the checkerboard, like the Vols football stadium. That's what a million-dollar bill looks like, honey. You know. You know this gal got indignant. You know that. Holy shit. Whoever was working at this Dollar General, bravo to you. Man, oh man. Christopher said, where were they supposed to get the change, right? I'm surprised she didn't try to spend it at her local RV dealership. No shit. Hey, hey, I got this million-dollar check. What can I get? You know, the first place she tried to fucking buy was fucking her meth dealer. 
Leroy Earl Johnson. Leroy Earl Johnson, you got some meth, uh, methamphetamine for me? Look here. I tell you what, I'll let you tickle my coochie for a little bit, and I'll give you this million-dollar bill, and we wipe everything clean. Jesus Christ, a million-dollar bill? Really? Really, you're going to go into the fucking Dollar General? Did it not work? Were you afraid that they wouldn't have the change for you at Waffle House? What, did every Walmart in Tennessee close and nobody told you, gals? Do you think she was buying gift cards in an attempt to launder money? Yes. Yes, I do. First place she took it was a strip club the night before, see so if she'd get changed for it that way. And they're like, nope. Casino, nope. Well, where can somebody break this? Have you tried Dollar General? Oh, that's a good idea. Fucking A. God damn it, Tennessee. Oh, I love I love the state of Tennessee. Just when you think Florida has just outflorded everybody, Tennessee's like, we're still here. We're still playing along. We don't have we don't quite have the numbers. <laughs> the Florida has, but man, we're trying. All right, here we go. Last round, baby. Last round of the day. Final four. Ready to go. We did DC versus the Marvel Universe. First, the DC side. In the final four, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the matchup. It's simple. It's elegant. It's Superman versus Batman. The two icons of icons on DC. Superman versus Batman. Ask family, who you got? Representing the DC Universe, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Man of Steel, Superman, in the finals, taking on a matchup. Wow, I'm very surprised at this. Not the first one who made it through the Thing and Spider-Man, 
Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Incredible Hulk. And the Hulk will be taking on the, the, the man who wants nothing but what is right for this country. And that is Captain America. So ask family. The Hulk against Captain America. Who ya got? If tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, America prevails. Captain America moves on, and the finals are set. We have the superhero who is known for truth, justice, and the American way, Superman. Clark Kent, man, oh man. He is taking on Captain America. Here we go. Superman versus Captain America. Ask family. Who ya got? superhero in the world is from another planet. No! Hell no! The greatest superhero is not only from Earth, but he is from America! Captain America wins the Celebrity-Ass Deathmatch Championship! Oh, my God! What a comeback for America that was! It'll never happen again, but hey, at least it was fun. Ugh, I'm done. 
I, you, you killed me today. Oh, man. Wow, what a show. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please be here. I uh, hope you enjoyed today. Uh, it was good to see everybody. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Like I said, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, until then, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ass family, adios. Have an ace in the hole A little secret that nobody knows Life is a gamble, a game we all play But you need to save something for a rainy day You've got to learn to play your cards right If you expect to win in life Don't put it all on the line for just one roll If you're headed down a one-way street And you're not sure it's the way you want to go And money or love or all the above Have a little more than what you show When life deals out a surprise Have a few surprises of your own No matter what you do no matter where you go, you've got to have an ace in the hole. You've got to have an ace in the hole. A little secret that nobody knows. Life is a gamble, a game we all play. But you need to save something for a rainy day. You've got to learn to play your cards right. is outside waiting to arrest him.